on a mission from the Queen of Dragons. Two bastards, a dog, a wildling, a red priest, a bear, and a dead man. Seven of the most unlikely allies will cross the wall against all odds to capture a White Walker and prove that the dead live. You know the Seven Samurai, the Avengers, 13 Assassins, and the Dirty Dozen. On Sunday, August 20th, 2017, you will know the East Watch Seven. Prepare to destroy the dead. Okay, welcome to Goddamn Season 7, Episode 5, a.k.a. entitled East Watch. I am once again joined by senior Game of Thrones correspondent, Mike. Let's do it. And also, for the first time, his girlfriend, Delilah. What up? She's an avid listener. And then, as always, Maddie. Hey. And Joey. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> So we're going to get right into it. So this was the episode East Watch, uh, episode five of season seven. And getting right into it, the uh, we start off with the aftermath of war. This is uh, you see the the end or, or yeah the, the end of the battle from the last season. I mean the last episode. Mm. And um, Braun pulls Jamie from the Blackwater Rush. And um, I actually have a question that I think was brought up a lot from a lot of people online right off the bat. Uh, many people say that he couldn't have done that because of the armor. This is a very nitpicky thing, but uh, once again, start us off, uh, Mike. What uh, do you think that his armor was an issue at all, or what? I didn't have a problem with it because a, it's a river. It's not like Crater Lake where you're talking about thousands of feet. There's, yeah. a, there's a current <laughs> right. that that is going to also that he can use, and and I believe Bron didn't even have armor. He had like leather armor, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think he could manage to pull up Jamie right. along with the current and maybe when it gets to a more shallow point, right? you know, use that. So, no, I didn't have any problem with the logistics at all. Yeah, it, it would seem like that, that uh, Jamie was also helping in that endeavor. He wasn't completely like – like, he wasn't knocked out. We didn't see he was knocked out. But, like, yeah. so he was just kind of dra- – you know, it was, like, probably in shock at the end of the last episode. And then Bron's like, hey, I'm here too. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. My personal opinion too is that it, it, you're in water. You can you can carry some heavy ass shit underwater, even yeah. if it's not salt water. If it's fresh water like a river, it's gonna you be, to work gonna your be ass fucking. Off. Yeah, you can do it. Bronze a strong dude, so especially when there's a castle at stake. Yes. Yeah, the adrenaline and everything. Yeah, this was kind of for me a non-issue, but people brought it up, so I thought we would at least address it. Maddie, any thoughts on this, or just move on? I was going to say, there's a movie I think uh, we watched in college called Big Blue by uh, Luc Besson. And uh, he, in that movie, they're divers, they're deep sea divers, and that dude's carrying a fucking massive rock, dude, to stay underwater longer. Watch that movie, and then that motherfucker can pull Jamie out of the water. But I will say I would have liked to have seen maybe him, like, have removed some armor or something. Like, oh, shit, I'm about to drown. 
I think that yeah. would have been kind of cool if he would have come up with like less armor on or something. Yeah, I actually I mean, agree, man. Lannisters, I mean, they got they got that gold laying around everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, that's right. what I would like to see. But like, who the fuck gives? Out of everything that happens in this fucking episode, you're gonna <laughs> bitch about this? Like, come yeah. on! Yeah. Like, that's what I ooh. felt as well. Yeah. I, yeah. Let's move I mean, on. Let's get to. Let, I want to find yeah. out about Drogon. I need to know if he's okay. Hey guys, dragon shit about Jamie Lannister. Seriously. You know what I mean? So, like, let's not worry about gravity. All right, cool. Moving on. <laughs> we addressed <laughs> it. Moving on quickly. Delilah. I did oh, Del- not. I'm sorry. Very sorry, Delilah. Very I sorry. I didn't have an opinion because that's not something I cared about at all. It's stupid, right? Yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. stupid. Yeah, sorry, fans that cared about that. And I really was yeah. just thinking about it. We don't Drogon. care. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. Everyone was. Yeah, yeah. Just real, real yeah. quick before yeah. we go to the next one. Yeah. I love that shot uh, where right after that first scene, we just see uh, Tyrion's feet walking across ashes of fallen Lannisters. Like that oh, was yeah, like, yeah, 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 that was good. Love that scene. Oh, yeah. it's such a great yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the, the cinematography was like better than normal on yeah. the, on that shot. I think definitely. There's yeah. a, there's like one shot where they like in the next part where we get to Drogon, where his head's kind of tilted like through the sun, and you just kind of see a silhouette. And I was like, oh my god, that's beautiful. That's a fucking painting right there, people. I'm gonna paint that <laughs> with Drogon. I want that. I want Drogon that poster. Head or Tyrion. Yeah, he's okay. Drogon. Yeah, like he's, a, like he's, he's sitting tilted. on a little mountain, like a little mountain, like the dragons on top, like that. How many times have we seen that in like magic cards or whatever? You know, illustrations over the you know, mm. since we were. Kids. I want it. I want a big poster. Awesome. Or I want it tattooed on my back. <laughs> what stood out to me was a guy that was like burnt to a crisp, but he was still in the crouching position, holding his shield up. And he was literally oh, right. still in this position. Oh, yeah. his head. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was kind of powerful as they were like walking by because mm-hmm. it fr- kind of freaked me out. It was sad. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, it's actually really sad. <laughs> I don't, I mean, obviously I don't, don't want fun. that side to win, but it was like, right. Jesus, basically. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So then we move on to uh, Daenerys, the scene where she gives the prisoners a choice of bend the knee or die. This has been a big thing for her this season. And uh, Tyrion, being the hand of the queen that he is, offers uh, alternative alternative solutions, uh, which is basically just throw them in a cell, right? Yeah. And don't kill these people or hint, hint, you're going to become who you don't want to become, right? Put them, put them in the black was the first one. And then when... Um... And then the second idea he had was to put him in a cell for like two weeks. Right. Five days or something. Yeah. Because he's definitely being the hand. He doesn't want to do anything to steer her into that direction of becoming a mad queen herself. Right. Yeah. He's kind of trying to be your publicist. I felt like in this scene, it's like, it just won't look good (laughs) if you start burning people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, if anything, I would have been like, fine. You know what? You want to kill him? Take a dagger and kill him. But, if word gets out that you're out here burning people, yeah, out, as you're, you're burning your prisoners, not even like in battle, uh, yeah, it's it definitely was like the first time I felt like with her, like I didn't have any problem with what she did in war, but like it was the first time I was like, man, she's she might be her father. I don't know. She did give him a choice. She didn't just That's like not, she didn't just burn all the prisoners. She gave those those like everybody a choice. It's like bend the knee and, or die. Yeah. In all fairness, man, like that to me, I gotta say, was not a choice. Bend the knee or die is not a choice. That's 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 something else. Uh, as far as like, if we're talking about like a a governing society and you know civilization, that's not a choice. But 
I do know that she was up against it. Like I realized right. like the sort of pressure she's under and that the fact that like she is dealing with, you know, somebody who is, would totally do that in a heartbeat as Cersei would have no problem doing it. It felt like a Cersei move to me. I wouldn't go as far as to say that it, she was like her father, but I mean, I think it was basically at this point after losing everything so far, she was just pissed off and, and basically yeah. this is the decision that she felt right. had to be, I guess, I don't know. This was the move to make in this yeah. moment. Otherwise she would appear weak. Right. So I don't really think, I mean, I would be fed up at that point after losing two. And it's kind of like either bend the knee or fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're, you're agreeing like, I wouldn't, pretty much with I, I did in this moment, okay. in this moment, because I, I mean, I wouldn't want to fuck around too. I would be really fed up. And actually with, um, I don't, what's his name? Randall Tarley, that's his name. Uh -huh. um, he actually was really disrespectful. I mean, he deserved to die. I mean, he was like He's basically telling her, he was just like, fuck you, ruling. I would never, you know, I would never, you know, be a soldier for you or whatever. But basically, so he needed to die. I felt bad for his son. Yeah. Um, I felt like he could, like, if he was, I guess, um, locked up, he could have been swayed to change mm -hmm. his mind. He was just young. Yeah. And yeah. Following and he, his father. Yeah. And he had a choice. Like he, he definitely was like the father was like bend the knee, like don't, you know, share my fate. But the son, you know, was like, no, I mean, I'm gonna join my father and wherever he goes. But since he was agreeing with his father, she was like, fuck it, you're just both dying then. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be yeah. kind of dumb. She's like, okay, so I'll kill your father, but I'll be lenient towards you. That kind of just looks dumb, mm -hmm. in my opinion. There's only one Tarly I need in this show. I'm glad to be here. Welcome. Let's move on. As a, <laughs> as a viewer, like the more characters that are dying to me is great because we have so little time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. as a viewer, I'm okay with it. But as like a uh, concerned, I guess, person, I would say that like, you know, it, it doesn't instill sort of people to be loyal to you when you start doing that. I might be jumping to the end slightly, but people are – talking about all oh, this move the show's going so fast so fast so fast but i'm like shit bring it on i'm, I'm kind of liking that the 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 speed right now yes yeah. i mean overall like i have some issues with the pacing yeah. like some of it i like and i even like sort of the meta mm -hmm. thing they did with gendry not oh, the jump yeah. forward where he's like i'm down let's go yeah like where it's sort of like this meta like everybody's moving really fast yeah you mm -hmm. know um but like I, I do think that there are moments we are missing. I, I can't help but feel that way. That you know, even Tyrion sailing to um, uh, King's Landing with Davos. Like, come on, man, give me like a quick. What kind of ships they using? The yeah, I know. It's like they got a time machine or something. Yeah, that, that, that is true. The travel is, is really like not, and, oh, and super quick now. Yeah, and some of those scenes in, in between the travel are like the best scenes where you just get to like see these people interact. Now the dialogue, like in general, I thought was great, and I thought that um, it was almost like a comedic episode for me. Like some of the the lines were just like well, hilarious, especially especially Davos. Yeah, Davos was just hilarious. That was we, we're really jumping ahead, man. but let's yeah, just I was gonna say we're jumping. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to the other point. Let's do it. Well, no, we, we can points at some point. <laughs> like we, can we, move, we can move on and I'll bring it up later. I, okay. I was just sort of going off the general consensus. Okay, yeah. of the Sorry, show I, I've I kind of brought it up. What were we about to say though, Delilah? Oh, I was going to say the same thing, but we okay. should, we should just wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, let's go, okay. let's go in order then after all. All right, here we go. Um, my question here at this story point 
the the one about Tyrion offering the, the the solutions and stuff is do you guys think that she's definitely going down the road to being a mad queen or is this just a blip on the radar nah no she's not gonna be a mad queen no. i don't think okay. that's even in her that's just cersei at this point mm -hmm. i'm gonna say undecided be solely because like, <laughs> look i'm only gonna say this because like i love daenerys like i would i would bend the knee 10 times for this woman but like i do think that the there's been a lot of talk about being different from our parents and different from yes. our fathers in this show yes but at the same time like a lot of them aren't like i look at john and i do see ned stark i look yeah. at you know gendry i do see robert and i look at daenerys and i do see the mad king at times so i'm i'm undecided I'm hopeful that she's got enough great people around there to chill well, her out. I mean, if if like his madness is like a disorder that is passed down through family, like she could have it, but exactly. there's a way to hopefully she can work around it. But I don't think that's ever been brought up that it's like a mental yeah. illness or anything. I don't think it's, yeah, I think it just um, happened with him. And I was going to ask, I don't know if you remember, uh, I'm kind of drawing a blank, uh, Mike, if like what caused his him sort of going crazy? You know, I I don't know. I mean, I yeah. put out a, th a theory a while back that it was like it was, it was Bran warning him about the White Walkers or maybe it was just about the White Walkers in general or I don't know. I'm not sure. They, they never really get into it. They just call him the Mad King and, and we accept it. Yeah, I feel like it was something that kind of caught on fast. I'll uh, I'll look it up and we'll get back to it. Cool. I don't think she's capable at all of being the Mad Queen and – also because of who she's surrounded by. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I really, really think, cause she is close with everybody. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, they would just remind her of who she is. And I really don't think she'd be capable of that. If anything, like if, you know, if I was one of her people, I'd be like, remember you're the, you know, breaker of chains. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, care yeah. about people. Yeah. And it would, that would snap her out of it. Cause she cares. She genuinely deep down cares. She is surrounded by good She people. just makes decisions at times from being frustrated and not wanting to appear weak. And, you know, she obviously wants to win. Yeah. Um, but genuinely deep down, I think she, she She's like John, where you actually care about people. Right. She's definitely not no Cersei. She's not some evil bitch. It's just like those scenes with, uh, with um, Varys and Tyrion, that and like Varys is warning Tyrion, like Which are, yeah, like like Tyrion's really uh, making excuses for her a bit, basically. And then Varys, Varys yeah. is doing is is doing like, well, you know, you never know, you know, like he's. It, it just feels like the show is trying to tell you. Maybe maybe lead you down the wrong way. Not the I don't know how to say this. The show's at least trying to make you think that this could be an option. Yeah, I, I think mean, Tyrion I mean, made excuses yeah. for her because he honestly she made him feel like shit last time. She was just like, you know, because um, you know that's your family and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think she's he felt like shit last time. Like right, and maybe part of him was like kind of obviously he doesn't want Jamie to die. Yeah, so I think. He kind of felt like maybe there was a little bit truth to that, right. not fully, but a little bit. So I think he feels like shit now. So right. I think that's why he kind of went along with her decisions. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, I agree with that. <laughs> all right. I, lo yeah. I love Danny. I think she's good. I think she's all right. I just know in this show, you never know what's going to happen. Like if somebody kills her dragons, like how's she going to respond? You know. Or at least one oh. of them. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. Gonna burn. Everyone will burn. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't think she's going to be the Mad Queen. I just don't like 
I'm going to agree. Just like she has too many good people around her who can get her out of that. Um, but they all but just I think went we on a suicide I, mission. Yeah, but I think we should all be cautious. Always, because it's the Game of yeah. Thrones, and uh, I can't trust anything. Right, exactly. I know. You never really know where it's going to fucking go. Okay, moving on from that scene, we go into the uh, King's Landing reeling, and uh, Jamie and Cersei are regrouping here, uh, and then Jamie reveals to Cersei the truth about Joffrey, and they're really good about covering all the points of like, she wouldn't do this, do you really believe her? Blah, blah, blah. Well, yes, I do because of this and this and this. Like, God damn, you know, this writing, like everybody... And the acting, say reasons like the that. Acting. Fuck yeah, and the, the acting of the scene, the acting of the writing, yeah. Where sort of you see the transition where she denies that truth, and then she comes to realize, yeah, that's definitely what happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my so I have I don't have a question at every single point, but I know I have had one so far. Anyway, so my question here is: it seems like pretty much the fans. Are looking like like they're right as far as Jamie and Cersei have it. They're going to have this eventual split. Um, that hasn't exactly happened yet, but it seems like we're headed that way. And um, to me, this is this is a pacing issue. I think this is my pacing issue. All of a sudden, Cersei's just crazier than normal. You know, is is it because like is there an actual reason that, I, that she's she's gotten a little crazier, or is it just let's let's just hurry shit up? I actually didn't have a problem with that. I thought it was kind of like a logical reaction to the fact that she just got destroyed. And apparently from the dialogue, it actually sounds like they might have lost more soldiers than we understand. Because they're, oh, right. they're talking about buying and paying soldiers to fight for them. Sort of like uh, the yeah. Second Sons or something. So clearly they're desperate. So it, it didn't shock me. I thought... Um, I thought I, I had more issues with the pacing and maybe we'll just do it a pacing segment or uh -huh. something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like here, no, I was okay with it. Okay. What'd you think, Delilah? I didn't have any issues. I don't know. I don't <laughs> okay. know how much to say there. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so, and, but she, in this scene also, she reveals that she's pregnant, right? No, that was, that that's, was later. That's this later. Was, oh, okay. This is yeah. a scene where Jamie's trying to get her to quit or not quit, but say like, we're not going to win this war. Okay. And she's saying like, Okay, uh, you know I don't care. Like I'll I'll die fighting this war. Okay, well we'll we'll address the pregnant thing later. Yeah, but so in in this scene, maybe it was just me, but I just kind of felt like she's it's just so convenient that she's a little bit crazier than normal. But I know that, they, they, they got to run things off. She's actually not along. crazier than normal to me. Like to me, she's still <laughs> she's always been she's on freaking part. evil. Yeah, yeah, horrible. Yeah bitch yeah. <laughs> yeah, i yeah. mean i don't think it's any crazier than normal it's just that you constantly get reminded god damn you're a bitch yeah, like yeah, every yeah, single yeah. time and i'm i'm always like talking to the tv i'm like i fucking hate you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was likable in 300 back in the day right <laughs> she was actually oh <laughs> uh, yeah was, she stabbed that dude and everything she okay. stood by her man in that movie yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay so anything else to say about this before we move on no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on to uh, Drogon's blood, right? Dragon's blood. Dragon's blood. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Drogon. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go All right. You got it. Um. So Drogon gives John a big old whiff <laughs> of that Targaryen blood. Yeah. That, that's some good shit right there, man. <laughs> dude, I just want to say the graphics of like inside that nostril dude, of this like flesh. Dude, it's not yeah. Dude, yeah. I, whew, fuck, man. I was like. 
This is why we don't have direwolves this season. That shot right fucking there. Yeah. I actually had that exact thought. Like, this is why we're not seeing the direwolves. Uh-huh. Because they're putting so much effects into making... I mean, I guess also, if you think about it... Okay, first of all, I have to say, I hate that they're not showing the direwolves. I freaking love them. Oh, uh-huh. preach it, Mr. Preach. So... <laughs> <laughs> of the choir right but now, I'm yeah. thinking that it's because they felt like, well, the direwolves had their time in the beginning, and we didn't get enough dragons. Yeah. And, you know, they were little at one point. Now they're big. So it's kind of like they're putting all their, all their, what do you call it, effects and whatever into the mm-hmm. dragons. Although right. I'm still kind of pissed off. But, um, I... but it is amazing. It's freaking beautiful. That I think scene we- I said was a beautiful scene when it happened. I was like, this right. is beautiful. She did. Yeah. That, was, that was her exact summary of that scene. She was like, this is just beautiful. It was a touching <laughs> moment. It was so sweet. And I was like, it was beautiful. Let's <laughs> <laughs> right, right back to it. I, I do think we'll see more direwolves like, later on. We'll, I think Namiria is going to come back. We'll see uh, yeah. Ghost. And we'll, have, we'll, we'll definitely have a, a nice little direwolf battle going on um but yeah so far as the scene goes um you know i wasn't sure like when drogon landed and he's like he just walks up to john like screams in his face and then like you know kind of gets up and gets close and i'm like it's like is he is he smelling what i'm thinking he's smelling like you know oh yeah targaryen blood like it seems like he knows so i had to ask my wife i couldn't remember if like you know, uh, like with direwolves and the Starks, like you have the dragons with Targaryens. I know they're sort of linked, but I wasn't sure if it was like that, you know, or like if a dragon sees like a Targaryen, they're more likely going to become friendly with them than like any other race or family, uh, you know, around. Or maybe he just kind of smells a, a similar scent to Daenerys, you know, something like that. Um no, yeah. it was a great scene. It's like, you know, they really kind of lingered on it for a bit. You know, even Danny was just trying to get looks over the shoulder to see what's going on, you know. And, uh, you know, she hopped down and then asked the other question we were wondering we that he had – Davos had mentioned in the first – not first episode, but um, about the dagger in the heart and taking his yeah, life. I like that. I like that she's still curious about that. Yeah, and she's yeah, going to yeah. find out one way or another, but he didn't answer the question. No. <laughs> well, but the thing is, actually, I didn't even write this question down. It just came to me. She <clears> finds <throat> out that he he came back from the dead. What does that mean to her? She's like, well, that's some crazy-ass magic. Or, like, what is it What is it actually going to mean? I think, <laughs> well, I mean, that's I, crazy-ass magic. <laughs> 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 it happens in this Game of Thrones now. <laughs> I mean, if I if I heard that, I definitely want to know about it, especially yeah. like because she's like, wow, like she's kind of intrigued by him. So she's like, wait, so you like she, she's curious. But like, I understand why John is keeping a secret because it's totally like like you don't want to reveal that. That's kind of like his chink in the armor. I feel like like it's sort of something that like he, like I shouldn't be here. I, I already died or like what? I just I don't know the exact ramifications of all this. I think just the fact that it's like learning because John's not whole. John hasn't been whole. Uh-huh. Like he's like he's a warrior, but like I think he lost a part of himself and he didn't come back a hundred percent. So it's like kind of like I understand where in this world I would I would be okay keeping that a secret. I wouldn't be boasting. Okay, but let all right. So well, apart from John, let's say what what let's say that actually does get out. Daenerys 
how does she react to this? She's like, oh, get away from me, undead dude. I think what? she just falls in love with him right there. Make some hotter or what? Probably. <laughs> I'd, hella, wow. I'd hella believe that shit, though. And I especially because he's trying to keep it a secret. Okay. Yeah. I'd be like, it's hotter. Yeah, <laughs> someone made me. <laughs> Exactly. It's already John Stewart I'd be like, talking I, about. I know it's fucking true. It's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you guys watch Twilight? I mean, come on. It's about fucking vampires. I love that shit, right? So, since we're on it, I I do want to say, like, my takeaway from this whole scene um, was that, like, I love how the writers of this show, they've sort of, like, the uh, animals, as far as the direwolves and the dragons, they sort of created these spirit animals of their characters where the animal is experiencing sort of a parallel of what the character is experiencing. And I feel like this was a great scene because of that, where sort of Drogon is like getting closer to John, smelling John, really getting to know, that's how he gets to know who you are. He smells you. And that's sort of what Daenerys has been doing too. Uh So it's like smelling you and then being okay with you. Wow, you I know, did not even think yeah. about that parallel. Like, ride a dragon. Like that was Daenerys and his yeah. his scene more. I felt like than Drogon. Drogon was important, but like, I just felt like that was sort of like to say that, and especially because we see later on in the episode that you know, like she has grown quite attached to John. Yeah, and yeah. quite like, and it's accustomed to him. Go ahead. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's also like Ghost is like friendly with Sam but he's not necessarily friendly with anyone else because he knows John, that's like John's best friend and he's been around him. And and you know, if like, and I think when Drogon does the growl first is like, Whoa, back up. I need to smell you motherfucker. Yeah. You know, come at me, come at me slowly. Cause you know, when you're meeting a dog for the first time, it's always like you hold your hand out or if it's a cat, you do the same thing. I mean, like animals, it's all through sense and stuff. And I mean, I'm sure you smelled that. Smelled that dragon blood and was like, oh, hey, boy, what's up? You can pet my snout. Mm. (laughs) And and some other great parallels are are Nymeria and Arya, where Nymeria is this sort of lost animal off in the wild on her own, having to sort of make do. And that's totally Arya's arc. And um, Lady with Sansa's well-behaved, not really sort of like would never bite anyone that sounds so very well behaved and um john too like ghost is always parallel john i feel like wherever he's at in the show like ghost is sort of doing something symbolic of that right. no he's not not in this season he's nowhere <laughs> he did get a mention though they didn't mention him we'll get to that episode. that was important that was very important <laughs> we should i was like yeah at least i'm always around <laughs> okay but another important thing happened in this scene well, Which is what Jorah returns. Yes, fully healed. Uh, I was I was waiting for him to like to bring his hand out from under the cloak, but that never happened. It like it was just to be like here, see? Yeah, right. I, I'm fine. I guess I could just tell from his overall visage that he yeah. was, you know, looking good. He looked good. I'm she okay with better health. Yeah, I'm okay with the structure of the scene. <laughs> I do have one question: Was that shade? Were they throwing shade at each other, John and Jorah? Are they like ready to beef over Daenerys already? I think there's a love triangle brewing. Jorah so. always wants to beef over Danny all the time. He is in love, boys. Anytime yeah, there's another he loves man. that girl. Anytime there's yeah. another man, Jorah's like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's thinking some other it's never my again. Time. It's never my time. <laughs> Jorah's like, I know I'm not a good looking man. I'm not Jon Snow, but I'm loyal. I'm loyal. 
<laughs> but not really, because you've like lied to her like twice. So yeah, actually, you can't even say that. I don't it's know. Like, it's like it's like it's like you get cheated on twice. Like, nah, I'm not going back to you, dude. You done fucked up. What's yeah. John done? Nothing but be perfect. <laughs> it's like every romantic comedy that way, though. Perfect. You're like, I love you, but I fucked up in 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 the way I came at it. But I still love you. Oh, it's fine. You know. It, it, it is nice to see her him back with her in a role, but he needs to calm down. Looking at John like that, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like he's out of your league, I do, bro. I do like Danny's face when she sees him. She's like actually very glad to see that Jorah's yeah. back. And I think yeah. it's it's good for that dynamic of people she's around right now. He's been with her since the beginning, and despite his faults, it's like she could always yeah. turn to him for the most part. Um, and I like that. I like that she is visibly glad that he's back because she's around a whole bunch of new people pretty much, you know? Um, and I, yeah. I like that, that, like that old face comes back, uh, rewatching the series and like seeing how much that they're around each other from like the first season to now is like, man, I've been missing this. Like, despite his weird kind of, I could be your grandpa and I want, I want you kind of bit, but I was like, oh, it's good. It's good. Jorah's back. Yeah. 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 And it's, watch- it's nice. To see, no, uh, real quick. It's nice to see any character in the show happy, especially someone like Daenerys. Yeah. You don't get to see mm-hmm. that very often. Yeah. True. But- yeah, that's, that's true. They had that like heartwarming yeah. hug and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, Maddie, I started watching the, the series over again. I got through the first two episodes. There's so much. Mine's like I was like, I don't think I watched this the first time. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just noticing all this shit now. And I'm like, oh my god. I I I know we talked about this before about about Sir Jorah being um like a sleaze ball, but he fell in love with a girl much long, younger than him. But at the same time, he's never has he ever really come on to her sexually? No. Mm-mm. Hey, Joey, how yeah. old, tell everybody how old Daenerys was in the book. when? Like 14. Yeah, she was 14. Hey, that guy's a creep, man. That's a big old creep. <laughs> That's a big old creep. Times. <laughs> Medieval <laughs> times, people die when they're 50. Yeah, a lot of these characters are like a lot younger than obviously that, they, that they've been cast. Like John was like the same age, 14. You know, Arya's yeah. like eight. Rickon's like Rickon's like just sexual just able to walk. He never made a sexual advance to her. No, that's his he, problem. That's, that's why a, he can't that's get a, it. That's the problem. Maybe maybe he's in love with her, but he also feels he's too old. I don't know what the fuck it is. But she's, some some <laughs> shit might happen soon, though. With that, never gonna happen. It's not gonna happen since John's yeah. here now. It's like now it's like oh you're fucked. It's not happening. Yeah. That's true. I mean, maybe he's just a shy dude. Maybe he's not good with the ladies. Calm down. I mean, geez. I don't know. I just got to work up to it a little bit. I I can see why you think he's sleazy, but I never quite got that vibe totally. Um, Okay. That's all I got to say about that, I guess. (laughs) Um, All right, moving on. Weird-ass Bran at Winterfell. Raven's Warg north of the wall. Army of the Dead are marching. Uh... So is there much to say about this? I mean, who he said he's going to tell John first or what happened here? So the, he send a Raven. Yeah, he asked for Raven to send everybody. And later we see the Citadel got one of them. But the only right. thing, the only thing I thought that was important about this scene was um, that it looked like Bran is limited. Like uh-huh. his strengths, whatever he was doing was broken by the Night King. So he's yeah. limited going up against him and his, so he's not fully able to sort of be that uh be in control there okay. but that was the only that, thing that i, I took away from it 
Yeah, or the Night King's got some of that dark magic. He's oh, like, you know it. He's like, fuck you. I know you're looking at me. I know what's going on with those ravens. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool that he could actually see. That him. army's huge, though, guys. That army's fucking huge. Which is, and as you saw, they're 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 getting closer finally. I mean, they're going to be there. Mean, as we episode, saw, right? Did they show that they were like there was a shot that showed them actually getting closer? I mean, you you just you kind of follow the ravens, and they're like not too far away, like okay. not as far as they've been, you know, the whole series. Right. Yeah, and they they've been just kind of like walking north yeah, of the wall. I guess they're just walking like yeah. slow walking. You know. Okay, like that zombie walk. Yeah, they they they're in no hurry. I mean, yeah, and they also think that they would get some dead horses at some point. Yeah, right. Horses. Well, they have a couple. They've had. There's those, a dead yeah. mammoth out there somewhere. <laughs> hey man, the army of the dead has a very small budget. They can't Daddy, be just buying horses and. <laughs> in the books, there are mammoths. Didn't they show mammoths? Mammoth? They showed mammoth, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They showed they showed a mammoth, and then yeah. they say, I think in the shot that they had their giants, the giants, multiple yeah. giants, and multiple mammoths, but there's only one. It's budget. a big problem. It's quite a problem. <laughs> they just seem to be like they're walking just slow as fuck, but they're going to make it, boy. It's like they're going to make it south. Yeah. It's like yeah. it follows. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> you know, you All might right. lose a leg on the journey. You got to pick it up, carry it with you. Yeah. Just hobble that ass along. Okay. Okay. So is that pretty much it for that one? Yep. Not much yeah. to say about that. Okay. Um, then we move on to the uh, Citadel higher ups. Try to be funny. Uh, when, when were they funny again? They were, like, they were cracking jokes. They were trying to crack jokes about like something like they made like a Children of the Forest reference. Uh huh. <laughs> like ba 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 ba. Oh, and they're yeah. just like, yeah, these intellectuals that are kind of yeah. I mean, from they're reading, they're yeah. reading the, yeah. the the letter from the Raven, and basically like you know talking about a three eye Raven and a crippled boy, or you know seeing the army of the dead and just how ridiculous that is, you know. Right. John or not John, Sam comes in with a pile of books and is obviously listening, and then uh, you know as they're cracking their jokes, he comments about basically seeing the dead for himself. He definitely, he definitely Sam, Sam definitely invited them to be better here, and they totally ignored him. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, guys are the smartest people in the world. People will listen to you. You have to get behind this and rally Westeros. Mm -hmm. But of course, like they're sort of like arrogant, and they're Southerners. Southerners don't believe in these stories the way Northerners do. So, I think he was at odds there. The Citadel's way in the south. It's pretty south. Okay. It's That's um, it's definitely it's south of River Run, I believe, and it's it's north of High Garden though, so it's sort of like central. Okay, south Joey, central. do you know? Uh, yeah, I think it's central. I feel like I'd have to look again, but I feel like yeah, it was pretty pretty south, maybe like west of High Garden or something, somewhere in that area. Yeah. Okay, so the very next note, same scene: Archmaster and his wrinkly balls, pal. <laughs> Reject France warning. Again, for the listener, Mike actually writes these. I'm just reading them. So it's just hilarious for me. That's as not well. true. Andrew adds all the, all the embellishment. <laughs> I write some of the questions because I forget many things involving this show. All right. Anyway, especially shifting like first and second season. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. 
I've never rewatched it, so. Sometimes you don't know people's names, and you have to just give them the best name you can in that yeah. moment. Like, Olena was head rap queen for the longest time. She was. <laughs> Very nice head raps. Yes. She's rapping that head. Uh, okay, so in the same scene, Sam tries to persuade the old guard to listen. They use their power to use their power to rally Westeros behind the cause of stopping the White Walkers. Archmaster keeps Sam in the dark, guarding his kin, the uh, Tarleys that just died. Yeah, um, I think I think that this Archmaster here, he's somewhat on his side, but he's still kind of a, a douchebag. Yeah, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty yeah. lame for being the smartest dude in that supposedly the smartest dude. Yeah, he's pretty lame. I think he's playing. I think he like when he's around the other archmasters, he's just got to be like he's like I get you, you know. He's got to play both sides, you know. Right. I think he's I more on Sam's side. I think he's just he, trying to be agreeable he, with the other archmasters. Yeah, he's playing the skeptic, yeah. and he's like, okay, I believe both, but we got to find out the truth first before we can yeah. just start sending ravens. But he doesn't he, he have to make see, a joke about it with those dudes. It's kind of annoying. Like, if I was yeah. Sam, too, I'd be annoyed as fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, you know, where Sam goes towards the end of this episode is like, thank God, finally, get the yeah, fuck out of there. Seriously. Yeah, so, it's almost it's almost like it, it was it was too small of a of a pond for Sam in a way. Right. With what he, he knows, done this, the experience he has. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if they would have done this like a couple of seasons ago following Sam on this journey, I would have been like all down for it. Like, yes. But it's like we got like, what, a couple episodes left and then one more season? Like, I do not have time for you to become a maester. Do no. not. It's like a lifelong journey. Ex dude, experience yeah. over education, man. Because after that scene, experience. it basically went to, uh, this isn't written down, to him and Gilly, uh, sort of going over all the manuscripts correct that's coming up yeah yeah right. yeah it's still coming yeah. up yeah what okay, what's gotcha. what's next she drops that bomb so uh let's see here um back at dragonstone Tyrion and varies vent about the difficulties of advising stubborn rulers oh yeah we kind of already covered this yeah we, next yeah. to me jumping ahead uh great, <laughs> Andrew. hold on great comedic moment though with Tyrion. uh Taking a pause and then asking him what it said, the scroll. That was oh, yeah. oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't dare read, you know, what a sealed scroll from the King of the North. What did it yeah. say? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it takes a long drink of wine and just this camera stays on. It's like, what did it say? It's like, come on, you can't it's no, like, no, right? You read, you read, you read, <laughs> what do they do? Do they does he like rewax it or how do you reseal oh, I mean, a scroll? It, He's called he's the spider. His... He get he knows. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got smart. skills. Varys <laughs> is a super spy man, along with uh, Littlefinger, who we'll get to later. He's kind of technical. Like, yeah. Do you think he could like replace my laptop screen? You feel like? I'm pretty sure he could. Varys, <laughs> yeah. Or he could find some. He could find a dude that can send out a raven for you. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? John learns about the White Walker movement. Bran and Arya are still alive. And then the new plan forms the Avengers assemble. Um, this was essentially the fucking fan favorite, I think, as far as like I check online after I watch the episode, I look at all the memes and stuff, and how they I like checking the memes, A calls are funny, but B also to kind of get like a um a general reaction to it because I wonder if my reaction is different. And yeah, like this seemed to be like the fucking like main takeaway from the season i mean not this episode rather 
Um, it was definitely a pivot. Like they made it, the writers definitely made a strong pivot. And I think anytime your characters come up with a plan, it's cool because you're down. You're like, I wonder how this is going to play yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was cool to see. Um, John learning of Arya. And uh, Bran being alive was great information. A lot of information in this scene. And then I loved, um, John had an amazing monologue that he gave to Daenerys at the end about trusting a stranger. Oh, it's so good. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That would convince anyone. I mean, I, you already got me, Jon Snow. Sign me up. Take me wherever you need to. <laughs> no, as, soon as, those eyes. as soon as John was talking, I think I was standing up or something, and then he was like, it, it got good quick. And I was like, I'm sitting down. I was like, when John talks, like, you listen. And, like, Daenerys's face is my favorite, her reaction the whole time. It's basically like, it's I'm in love. I'm in love with you. <laughs> yeah, there's, she there's went through, like, all the scenarios. She's like, it started out with, like, you were attractive, and I liked you a lot. And then, you know, Drogon approached you, and my baby likes you. And then she's oh. like. And then after his little friggin' monologue, she's like, I'm, I'm in love. I'm in love. <laughs> I always think oh, that she's, she's kind of surprised at how genuine he is, too. He's, she's, she's like, you, you, you want lands and this and castles and whatever. He's like, no, I don't. You know, there was some line like that, I think, maybe in the last episode. And I th just think, like, constantly she's kind of she's taken aback by his character. Surprised. You know yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're different little hard locks. Mm -hmm. And the way he looks, of course. <laughs> But it's the combination of the two, right? Oh, definitely. Looks and, and personality. Yeah. Huge man crush on this guy. <laughs> Love the way he was just like, you know what? I don't need your permission. I am a king. And she yeah, 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 yeah. Loved that. yeah, 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 yeah. She, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's no bullshit with John. He's straight up. You know, it's like this is what I got to do for my people. I'm going to fight for my people, and that's the end of it. And, and he, it, yeah, you know, it's, it's always for good reasons. And she's like trying to like be a queen and sort of tell him what to do, you know, sort of queen of the seven, seven kingdoms. And he's like, that's great and all, but I still got to do this. You know, I'll, uh, maybe I'll bend the knee later, but right now, no. Everybody was, well, there was at least a section or a part of game of Thrones fans, as far as I can tell anyway, as far as I gather, that kind of felt like if they got together, it'd be a little too easy. It'd be kind of cheap. But the way they're doing it, acting, it's, I'm buying it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of like, I, they this I'll, could go, I'll they could on this road, and I'd be okay. And the fact they tore him apart later on, yeah, you know, like I think that just the whole thing where she's like, I didn't give you permission to leave, but it was more in a way like, you know, oh yeah, I want to. She's you. sort of abusing her power there a little bit, like. <laughs> we had some business before you left. Yeah, she's like, I'm not ready for that. You're not reading my cues. But yeah, yeah I was it, actually, I mean. And I'm I'm okay with the even the um, the family dynamics of it because like I feel like Jamie and Cersei have sort of broken that sort of like uh, um, I don't know restrictions in my eyes that where it's like I'm 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 not even opposed to the fact that she's his aunt. I'm a little grossed out. And yeah, how do you guys feel about that? I'm grossed out a little bit. Well. When I see them together, I'm loving it, and I'm just like, "Shit, if I was her, I'd fall in love too." But, but For then me. I think, but then I actually think, and I'm like, "Fuck, aunt and nephew," uh -huh. and I get really grossed out, and yeah. I can't help it. And it sounds yeah. even worse, aunt and the nephew. It sounds like, I don't know, like she's supposed to be like older, and he's like a little boy or something. I don't know. I get, I think too much of it, but I'm just like, this sounds disgusting. 
half nephew, right? Or no, no. full blown no. nephew. Gotcha. Okay. But never didn't grow up together. They feel like really distant cousins, if anything. It would be better if they were cousins, aunt and nephew. Yeah, I know. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Dude, Jamie loves Cersei, and we buy that, right? <laughs> oh, well, no, we buy it. No, I'm we grossed out by it. it be happening, but... I'm not grossed out by it anymore. I'm grossed out because they're twins, and that for some reason that made it grosser to me. <laughs> love is love, man. Love is love. <laughs> oh, no, man. I'm no, grossed out. No, no. <laughs> you have a brother and sister, dude. I'm surprised that Tommen was okay, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you oh, think yeah. after a couple Joffrey of years, Joffrey, yeah, Joffrey, that might have been that might have been the one. Yeah. You might want to get Samuel in there, figure out the science of it, of why yeah. Joffrey got screwed up. But hey, man, if we're accepting that uh, Daenerys at 14 loved uh, Carl Drogo, you know, yeah. I think we can accept this. I think, in the as, as far well. Let's not get into this too much because it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> well, the way I read that the whole time in the first season was it was Stockholm Syndrome. No, when you said that in the last podcast, I agreed with you. Right? I was like, that's why, though. You're yeah. right. I think that's it definitely is because, like, she's got her brother, like, pushing her. And then Carl Drogo is, like, you know, fucking raping her. And then, you know... <laughs> She's sort of like she's just like I, I can't do anything here like I'm basically a slave and so she talks to her little handmaidens about trying to like you know sort of have some power of her own over Khal Drogo with having sex with him and sort of being the, the queen in the sheets um, and then she sort, of, she sort of starts building her power that way so in a way yes for sure Stockholm Syndrome she's got nowhere to go yeah. she's, she's fucked and I could see like the reason she's her being at least part of the reason her being so upset after he dies is the fact that like she knows she's kind of fucked. Like she right. knows that she's not going to be able to hold her place. And, I, you know, she's actually in danger after he dies. I had this right. conversation with somebody at a previous work, a previous uh, coworker, and she didn't think it was rape for some reason. And I said, well, she's crying while being disrobed. Yeah. For one. <laughs> On top of that, I fucking found a quote from Benioff and the other producer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this was a rape scene. Like, literally mm-hmm. talking, this is a rape scene yeah. full on. Yeah. And I sent it to her, and like, she, it's, she admitted defeat, but she really didn't want to. Joey, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the book, wasn't there like some warm up stuff going on? There was definitely some warm-up stuff. It was less of rape in the books. I feel like, yeah, yeah, there was definitely, like, they got to hang out, and there was a lot of talking going on, the whole, like, no, no thing, and, you know, that whole thing. Sort of something else was going on. Like, he really started to sort of, like, let her, like, kind of control things before he, like, you know, I guess was raping her, you know. Yeah, somebody I think in in the no scene, um, her it was like either she put his hand on her crotch or he put his hand there or something like that. Like it was less like I'm just gonna dog you right now. Yeah, I think he basically ran at her like a bull, and she was like, "No, (laughs) calm down." (laughs) And she was like, "Get that hand running at you." (laughs) Easy there. She's like, "You know what?" Let's do some foreplay first. Rub my leg. You know. Rub my leg. Let's, uh, my you know, leg. Let's be soft and sensual, not fucking rough and hard. And That's so, a dothraki, though, man. Yeah. And that was kind of the whole no thing in the book. 
Yeah. The, the chapter, apparently, I haven't read the books, but the chapter ends on her saying yes, I think. But it's after a lot think, of yeah. like I don't remember being, being coaxing into it. Like it, even mm-hmm. the, even when she says yes, it still kind of seems a bit. Stockholm makes sense. Much to yeah, me. it makes it's a lot Stockholm. of sense. And the fact that she falls in love with him afterwards, like, right. oh, he raped me, but he's actually a good person. Fuck that. <laughs> like, Cal Drogo was a really cool warrior character, but he has some good monologues. Yeah, I mean, he was a total fucking badass yeah. through and through. But if he she fucking ne- raped his wife. No, he did. And if she never. <laughs> fell for him like eventually yeah. he still would have continued to rape her and been an asshole yeah like right. he didn't give a fuck exactly. he, would, he was just like bend over bitch when he got home yeah, yeah, yeah. and like but then you know she made it like once she started actually falling for him you know obviously it was a whole different yeah, relationship yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah had she not he would have continued raping her right he says my and we son and my hated moon him. and stars and all ever and all everything's okay now like, <laughs> fuck that <laughs> fucking stupid Okay. Um. <laughs> I just want to say before we move on, there's only one love story I need to happen. And that is? Tormund. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the only one I care about. It's and the, the only thing I want to happen. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the big lady, yeah. as he refers to oh, her. Yeah. I love big lady. Man. Yeah, that was good. He wants to climb that tree. He's <laughs> like, if I'm going to die, did you at least bring the big lady? No, yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> big well, I'm not dying today. Man, that look was priceless. That was good. Okay. <laughs> so back in Winterfell in season seven, um, uh, John's absence is destabilizing the Alliance in the north. And then we see uh, Arya watching Sansa having to deal with all these dudes and like kind of like just general management of Winterfell, it looks like. And this is also like a kind of a kind of harkens back to their their classic differences where sans is well behaved like you said mike mm-hmm. she kind of has to be she's diplomatic whereas aria is not at all right and there, there's definitely a lot to say there's there's pluses and minuses but in everybody's opinion i'm going to ask the group what would you did you think that Arya was actually right, or does Sansa a- a- is actually ultimately right in being diplomatic as she is? I always I always lean towards Arya. Yeah. And um, uh, just one really cool thing about this scene that I just got to point out that I love. I love the uh, the point of view shots were like totally from the far end outside. Like it was this like long shot where it's like this outside looking in, and I love that because that's yeah. totally what Arya is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, great yeah. directorial choice there. And then as far as, yeah, the writing, I agree with Arya, man. Like, I think she called her out, and I think she was right. I think that, like, in a way, Sansa might have liked the fact that people were pointing out that John was making a mistake. And she didn't defend him. She, I mean, she defended him very passively, so I leaned towards agreeing with her. What do you think, Delilah? Uh, I agree... I mean, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that Arya, I'm on Arya's side with this. Yeah. But I mean, I, I kind of a little bit understood Sansa's side too, like having to listen to the people. And, uh, and uh, I don't know. I get, I think she was doing it right. But once Arya confronted her and she said, you know, like, um, oh, but you were thinking it or something, she, she says to her, Sansa does have a face like, shit she knows like so i mean i guess aria is right in this sense so i don't know 
I just, I'm going to say, go ahead, Manny. I'm sorry. Oh, I just want to say, like, I agree. Like, you got to be diplomatic at these points. They need this army because the White Walkers are fucking coming. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more at stake than just because I think Arya says, like, oh, you should have fit into John, and I would have just cut their throats, basically. And I was like, hold the fuck up, Arya. You need these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. You, know? like, you, don't want, yeah. Yeah. you don't need people like running off because, I mean, yeah, maybe you'd scare some people into joining you, but. But you it know, is- they don't have fucking dragons to like make them yeah. stay, you know, like they could just run off, stab them in the back later on. Everyone, think- we're watching Game of Thrones. You got to play, dip- you got to be diplomatic to a point. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think, I-, I think at this moment in this scene where they are now, I think Sansa did the right thing. I also think Arya has really good points. She should have stood up for John because, you know, John has been nothing but like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we know we're all we are all like googly eyed over fucking John. John can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta, like I was kind of offended. I was like, but, but but that's my boy. Why won't you stand up? Say something about our boy. I guess but, that's my yeah. point. I feel like Maddie. I feel like that John. If anybody in this show has earned our like sort of like benefit of the doubt, it's John. He's proven yeah. his commitment. So it to me, it would it would have been it would have been nice to see a little more like emotion and passion behind like. The def- her defending her brother, but mm-hmm. and I think that's what Arya was getting at, she, where she's saying like, you know, you like it, don't you? You can't help but think about it. You yeah. don't like that you think about it, but you do. So I think Arya's right, but I also think, and this is where she's fucking up, <laughs> is that it's coming, and it's be- it, she's having a sibling rivalry thing going on here, just mm-hmm. like you know sisters have. And that's why she's kind of fucking up. So it's like, yeah, she's right with what she's saying. But at the same time, she's being a little bit too hard on Sansa because, and I actually think maybe, and this is my own thing, but deep down inside, she possibly could still, or blames her for their dad's death. Like, you've always liked nice things and, you know, you always thought you're better than people. Basically, hence why she got with Joffrey and and then their dad fucking got beheaded. So... I mean, she could possibly blame her for that still. Wow. I didn't think yeah. about You know that. what I mean? And then and it's coming out like in this way, but she's okay. deep down pissed. Yeah, we'll, <clears throat> we'll talk about that a little later. Um yeah. as far as um, my point of view, I, I I you guys are definitely all valid for sure. I think that um they both are coming from a place where like they sort of you know, Arya's sort of in Sansa's world now. Um they don't know they they don't know what uh, both of them have been through, which each one of them has been through. Um, like Sansa's there to sort of govern. Arya's coming from like this huge like you know vacation, you know, where she's off on an island like learning how to sword fight, and you know she's gone through her issues too. Um, you know they have to keep these armies, so Sansa's like having to try and just like you know kind of calm these guys down. While Arya's like, no, just fucking kill them if they decide to leave it's like no that's not how it works we need this army you can't we're not all fucking assassins here um and so like yes sansa has always been sort of the girly girl of the of the the sisters um where Arya's like the tomboy um sansa wanted those things until she you know it was all like a it was all like a fairy tale it's like you know it's like young girls wanting a sort of white knight or whatever and finding out that like guys are assholes you know it's a, it's kind of that same thing. And, um, and so like, I kind of, you know, I kind of agree with both of them there. My gut reaction. And, and I don't remember the exact dialogue, but 
it, my gut reaction was I kind of sided with Sansa a bit just because Sansa's doing her job. And yeah. then Arya's coming along and telling her how to handle her fucking job. <laughs> like, how about I handle the diplomacy in the front? You kill yeah. people on the, on the sly. Let's yeah. just let's just let's just both do it. We're both good at here. Why do you? Gotta, I don't tell you how to fucking assassinate people. You know that's 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 kind of how I came from that scene. What I, how I was looking at it. That's actually a really good point, yeah. Bush. Yeah. And, I, and I totally actually, now that you say that, I do agree that uh, the things Sansa was saying were true. But like, I mean, just going back to, because Arya hasn't been around, so like the thing she's carrying. Yeah is resentment she's carrying resentment for the fact that like when her dad was like we're leaving yeah. king's landing you know sansa was like no i want to marry joffrey i want to stay like right so i just feel like that's sort of what's playing out is sort of the past first sansa dealing with what's happening at this moment right but yeah, yeah. not that Arya was wrong but just like oh yeah just let, let's just do our let's just do our jobs although not <laughs> not um I believe his name's Royce, the the guy of the veil. He was one of the oh, ones yeah. who stood up. The yeah. other guy, Glover. I don't like that dude because <laughs> he fucking denied the call and now he's also like kind of going behind John's back. Oh yeah. Do you Something know what I mean? With that. It's like let's not forget John like won back Winterfell. You yeah. know, he went into that yeah. battle. So like for Glover to do that to me, I don't like it. There's always like some dude. dude trying to fucking stab you in the back, man. Yeah. Yeah, and he seemed he seemed like he kind of got over himself when uh, Little Bear was like telling him how she was going to fight and not sit there and you know knit sweaters and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like he seemed to kind of was like, okay, you're right. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm kind of on the fence with this guy. Like I, you know, he, he could have some poison whispered in his ear. We'll see. Um, yeah. Any last say, uh, comments on this point? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I want to say that Sansa and Arya need to sit down and have a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> figure out where they're at very soon, or things yes. are going to get real bad. I agree. Oh, uh, well, real, real bad. Set up, well, we're going to get to that <laughs> pretty soon, I think. The things that are about to happen with those two. Um, all right. So the next point here is uh, family reunions can be awkward. Jamie and Tyrion meet for the first time since Tywin's murder. Uh, the dragon reunion. Yeah, in, in that room. Um, man, again, the acting here was fucking great. Phenomenal. I mean, oh, holy shit. Let's phenomenal. get everybody fucking hit me right now. Dude, Tyrion, right. Tyrion and Jamie, that scene, not to skip past the comedic uh, arrival of Davos and Tyrion. I want to comment on that after you. Go ahead. Yeah, it was really funny, that, that scene with them. But like with uh, Tyrion and Jamie, I totally... I, I did a 180 in the scene where at first, like after Tyrion's monologue, it's like, man, I feel so bad for Tyrion. Here he is, like his dad wanted to fucking kill him. Yeah. And he's trying to talk to his brother of all people about it. Yeah. And he's like, his brother doesn't want to hear it. But then by the end of the scene, I'm like, you know what? I don't feel bad for Tyrion because Tyrion earned his freedom. Like he fought his way out. He, he killed his oppressor and he won. But Jamie is still not a free man, as we can see. Uh -huh. So yeah. I, I feel bad for Jamie, if all people oh, like yeah, I, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like Tyrion to me, it was like, you know what? Like he came out on top. And even though like his brother hurt him, he just kept doing his job. Like he went right back to the the sort of like the treaty that they're trying to get to. So yeah, I mean, even with the battle that just happened, like Lannisters just got fucking burnt to a crisp. And so he's just coming from a defeat. And like Tyrion's like sh kind of shows up like you know 
saying he's sorry and he's like, are you serious? Like, did, did you just see what happened out there? Like, I guess we sort of find out that he knew that Tyrion was there because we didn't really see it in the episode. Um, yeah, they kind of caught us off guard with that. Yeah. So, because a uh, pacing, again, went yeah. so fast. Like, it was just there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like them traveling that far. I still feel sorry for Tyrion because, I mean, everything Mike said was right, but because that shit is hurtful. It's like, God. That's his brother. <laughs> like, you're mean. That's so fucked up. Like I would cry. I'd be like, I just want to cry right now because you're not listening to me. Right. <laughs> you're my brother. God damn it. Right, right, right. Like I felt I felt bad in that sense that I'm sure he, like he's he was hurt then and he's still hurt now. It's like this motherfucker's still not really listening or getting it. But right. Poor Tyrion. The, the Lannisters are all kinds of fucked up, man. <laughs> a lot of lot of family issues going on there. I love that we're hanging out in this dragon room this season, man. I we yeah. we yeah, haven't really true. seen it, and now this season we've seen it twice. I love it, Maddie. What did you think? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I was snacking a little. Um, um, oh, it's all good. Uh, uh, I, I love <laughs> these two together. I've recently been like those moments that they had in the cell when like Jamie frees them so he can kill their father. I just think God, I love that Jamie like loves him. Like he has a soft spot for Tyrion. Um, yeah, yeah. And I love seeing them meet again. I think this has been the best season for people. I, like, as we come to see like later on this episode, so many people are meeting that we've wanted to meet or have the meet again with where they are now. And I, I love the scene. I love the way that's shot. I'm with Joey more dragon room, please. When they first went down <laughs> there, I was like, Oh, what? Like, I thought it was going to be a training session. Like, yeah. like they had a new weapon to kill a dragon or something. I was like, "Fucking Kyburn, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> Just fucking die. Um, but um, uh, no, I liked it, man. I thought it was great. Uh, I was trying to think of anything that particular that I was just like, I'm kind of like you. Like, I, I Delilah, I'm with you. I feel I still feel bad for Tyrion. I can't imagine what it goes through. Like, what he's been through, all the like the mental stuff that he's been through. Yeah, and. But I also feel so bad for Jamie too because I feel like as soon as Jamie got back to King's Landing, he tried to revert back to old Jamie, but he's never going to be old Jamie, and he's trying to be old Jamie right now. And there's a lot of scenes with him and Cersei this season that I just they were growing apart, and he knows it. Like when he's like, "We will win this war," you can see it in Jamie's face that he's like, "He's fucking right." Like, but I'm a Lannister and I got to stay with Cersei because yeah, I love you're her. totally it's right like, on that. Yeah. Actually, that. It is in Jamie's face, though, actually, like when Tyrion talks and it is sad, but like Jamie's face kind of does have like he does know that Tyrion's right. Yeah. I mean, also, Jamie's a smug, a smug asshole, so he's always got that going for him. But I don't know. I'm, I'm really yeah. interested to see how he'll grow at the end of the season or where he'll be at the end of the season. And then what's to come? Because, I mean, we all have theories about what he could be, what he's going to do. And I just want to see him get to that point. So I think this is a good turning point that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen after this, but I'm glad that this moment happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it happened. But like with Jamie, it's like, I think the worst part about this scene for me with him as a character, the fact that I like him is that he also knows he's wrong. Like he knows that it's like, he's sort of like what side he's been restricted to is the wrong side but he's sort of conflicted about it. And it's like, I just want to see him break free from that. And Tyrion's just so strong. He's such a strong person. And the way he was able to sort of break free just from not being a piece of shit as a Lannister was great. I love to see that with characters, but. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I guess it was a little bit before this was them arriving, actually, slightly out of uh, sequence here, but Davos and uh, Tyrion arrive at King's Landing, and there's that scene where he has to convince those those uh, guards. Yeah, that's right? yeah, that's after. Oh, that's after. That's, that's after. the end. Okay, yeah. So the arri- the, the one cool thing in the arrival was where Tyrion um, says uh, the la- he's sort of like caught up in his own moment where he's like yeah. the last time I was here I killed my father and then Davos is like the last time I was here I uh you killed my son with dragon fire or yeah with yeah. dragon fire yeah. it's just like it's like get out of your head man like we've all <laughs> that, lost people that shit is yeah that's fucking crazy. fucking Davos dropping fucking truths man Davos was MVP. I forgot about yeah that. Davos really like kind of won this episode for me yeah for this scene because he has a line before this I think where he says I'm not a fighter, right? Doesn't yeah. he say yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yes. And 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 then and then I love seeing different people's skills, and you kind of see his skill here. Like man, he's a fucking smooth talker, like right on the top. It's kind of like it's like Jedi mind trick, like a ninja ninja move kind of. I you fucking know? love Thomas actually. Like he's, every oh, time he's, he's one of my faves. Definitely one of my he's faves. And I always man. I always talk about him. I'm just like he's like your cool wise. Grandpa, yeah. I fucking I agree. love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice yeah. he does for this is just so good, man. Yeah, I mean him also like appealing to like it's like it's like uh, you know those uh, dick pills like all the, uh, the, the number, number one scram email thing. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's uh, it's I feel like almost like that was an inspiration or something. It's like this will get these motherfuckers thinking about totally different shit right totally, now. Totally, yeah. You know? He's he's smart as hell, and, like, at the end of the day, he's, like, a good man, yeah. which is hard to find in this show. But, yeah. like, with him, I like him, and I love his line when he actually meets up with Gendry yeah. to move us into that, yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. he says, nothing fucks you harder than time. Yeah. Love that fucking <laughs> line. Yeah. Loved it. It's true, though. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. so it's just yeah. such like I'm just gonna drop this little bit of truth before I <laughs> listen, recruit you to the Avengers. To old man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. If the um, Avengers only had that line in it. Oh my god, that'd be great. PG thirteen does get one fuck. <laughs> in a way, he's kind of like Robert Downey fifty years from now. I could see Shit. just that witty dialogue. Right. All right, and so we see we see Davos walking through uh, uh, Flea Bottom. You know, yeah, yeah. He's, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of shops going on. He's at the market. Here's some hammering going on, some blacksmithing. Uh, walks in, and basically as soon as I saw that sword come out of the, the, the mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. Uh, and, and a hammer hit it, my I was like, finally. I know, right? Finally, Gendry's back. And it pans and they up. Even, they've never recast this guy either, right? No, no, nah, man. They're, they're great, showing man. the back of his head, like you know. It's like, yeah. Davos walks in, and it's like, I wasn't sure if I, if I would find you. Turns around, they got that like reveal moment. You're like, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's really, he's a real you know, character, I think. Yeah, yeah. and he's then, got a little and bit of buzz cut. Yeah, yeah, he's got a buzz cut now. His hair's a little shorter. Davos mm-hmm. talks to him about the times, like checking out his gear, and then he basically proposes to Gendry and Gendry's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. It's like, I don't need, Dude, to, I don't so need, I don't need to hear what you got to say. Let's yeah. go. I'm ready to bounce out this place. That, know, fe- that felt so meta that so yeah. even as him as an actor, like he's been sitting on the sidelines for like four seasons. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah. down. Yeah. 
Give me a hammer. I'm down. Let's go. Let's go fuck some shit up. This episode moves so fast. Like people are on boats and they're here and then they're there and then they're at this other place. And you're like, fuck, man, this is like happening. This is like four episodes of shit in this episode. Right. You know? Right. It's crazy. This would have been like half the season to get Gendry to go with and him then, in an yeah. earlier season. And then to top it all off, to top it all off, Gendry's packing up his shit. And what does he grab for his weapon? That fucking hammer. Motherfucking hammer. Dude, Dude that hammer is I, dope. I, you know, we've only heard about Robert Brathy and his father swinging a hammer. And we right, he killed Rhaegar with a fucking yeah, hammer. That was his weapon. Hammer. And we haven't seen anybody wield a hammer yet. And yet his bastard son's like, you know what? I've been, I'm always good with a hammer. Boom, picks up this sick fucking hammer. That's oh exactly how I felt when I saw the hammer. I was oh. like, yeah, we, like, at least there's like a new weapon. Right. And yeah. this is going to be fucking cool. Yeah. Just bludgeon a motherfucker. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Which he does. Yeah, yeah, two of them. <laughs> and he's good with it. He's like really good with the hammer. He's been fucking yeah. swinging one for all his life. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not that big, but okay. Te- oh, yep. Go ahead. I was just gonna say Tyrion had a great face. Uh, <laughs> walking back, like, I when the, when I was, that. that was such a great facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> so this brings us to our first question from a goddamn listener. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna say last names, but we'll just say it's from Shasta. And uh, her question is, what role do you think Gendry is going to play? Is he going to be a good guy or a bad guy? So I offer that up to the group. Good guy. Good guy. I think he's going to be a good guy. I will say the only trepidation I had when he was coming back in, and he was so urgent to get back into the mix, and it wasn't quite explained to him the way it probably should have been, but like the fact that obviously the Baratheon Targaryen uh, history isn't quite um, in harmony with one another. So that was the only sort of thing where I was curious, like, how's this guy going to fit into the mix with Daenerys? Right. But they kind of just skipped past that. But that was sort of my take on it from this scene. For me, I kind of, I like, I just think that it's been a while since you've seen Gendry and we never really saw much about him in the first couple, you know, seasons when he was hanging out with Arya. Um, we learned that he's Robert's bastard, basically, and he's is is great as a blacksmith. Um, so like, I don't think that like we're really going to get much into his backstory. Like, maybe we'll see him like I don't know, uh, sort of take any sort of you know sort of become the last remaining Baratheon, and maybe he'll get some titles or something. But I think that he's basically just going to kind of stay a one note character and like Agreed. be the good yeah. guy with the hammer. <laughs> um, we probably won't see we probably won't see too too much of a character shift because I mean he's like he's ready to get out he's always been good he's ready to get out yeah. there and fucking hit some people with a hammer and he's just gonna stay a good guy I think I totally agree he's a good guy and I think it summed it up when he talks to John in the cave because uh, Davos is like you yeah. need to tell him this is your name this is this and he's just straightforward with him he's and when they're talking to him when he's talking to him about their fathers that they used to be friends. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Fucking when he does that, I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna be best friends forever." They should have <laughs> bracelets or necklaces. Oh, because Gendry's not fucking around. Like Davos was like, "Tell him your uh, whatever your name is. You know, a different name. 
Uh, and then he just runs in. And he's like, I'm Gendry. I'm uh, Robert Baratheon's mm-hmm. bastard. <laughs> right. Davos is just like, he's not supposed to tell you that, you know. And, yeah. you know, yeah. So I think he's, he's in it for the, you know, for the long haul, man. He's like, I got nothing better to do. And all I want to do is fuck up some bad guys. Let's go. Is that just to tag on to this question here? Is that basically his motive? He just wants to get the fuck out of Flea Bottom and see adventure? Is that it? I, I think I, he wants to fuck up Lannisters and that's, do his oh, part. Yeah, you know? yeah fuck up Lannisters. He was ready. He was ready. He wasn't fucking hesitating. Like he was like all of a yeah. sudden these fuckers' faces were smashed yeah. in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it was like, and he had great form to it. That was like one of my favorite yeah. parts. Like it was like so fucking fast from hitting the first guy onto the second right. dude. Yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was impressed. <laughs> You're like, is this my new Jon Snow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> I mean, he, de- yeah, he definitely he, wasn't, he was sort of a prisoner in a way. I felt like yeah, sort of, and he's down, he's down to be back with Davos and um, his, honestly, his main role for me as a viewer, and I think Delilah agrees with this, is I think he's going to bend the fucking knee to Arya at some point. To Arya? Ooh, Ooh love story. I need it. Give it. Don't get fucking married. Yeah, that, oh, would, wow. that would be good. Okay. What's Arya's boo, man? I can't wait for that reunion, yeah. actually. She's going to be so fucking happy. That's true, actually, yeah. yeah she is. Shit. Okay. Damn. Anything before we move on? Arya should be in the Avengers, but we'll get to that. <laughs> There's oh, a lot she's of people. the Hulk. There. <laughs> she should be there. We have an Arya. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the East Watch Seven now. Exactly. Call it the East Watch Seven. You can get one of the, get rid of one of those Brotherhood dudes. You don't need both. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh man, that preview though with that sword fucking flaming up. Yeah. Keep All that right. dude. Keep right. the flaming sword guy. Dude, I like. Damn. I like. Yeah. I like roller. I'm like sitting on the bed in this hotel. I was like rolling around the bed. I was like, yes. Some- I get to see a fucking sword flame up. Out of I nowhere. Felt some, I felt some blood rush down there. He, he, All right. The sword flames <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> the bush got a, a boner with the flaming sword. <laughs> Andrew got a chub. That's, 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 that's what that meant. That's part of history now. Yes, it he, is. He does use the flaming sword against the hound. Correct. So we've oh, seen shit. it. But he so, had fire. I mean, he had fire. I, yeah. Now he's in the yeah. snow. This shit lights up on hey, the dude. Dude, I mean, I'm listen, I'm ready for a flaming sword anytime. Anytime they want to throw that shit. No, no I'm just saying. It's like that fight okay. scene um, between him and uh, the Hound. And so. All right. So moving on, uh, we go back into the Queen's quarters. Jamie goes to reveal that he met up with Tyrion. And Cersei already knew of this. Uh, her acting, she too, her, her reaction shot was really good. How it's like really kind of awkward. Long. Yeah, her <laughs> acting is on point this it season. Is. Yeah, her yeah. and Daenerys are fucking killing it. They all are. Fucking the main great. cast is killing it. Yeah. Um, and then we got another fucking Lannister on the way. This shit's getting ridiculous. Oh man, wrap it up, it's, you guys. Just, just just keeps giving it to us this episode, man. Yeah. Uh, got got another Lannister baby on the way. They finally have another child, but is she going to carry that baby to term? I don't think so. Oh, I think so. You think so? She's uh, <laughs> it's just part of her craziness. No, why, I mean, why, why, you think she's just she's saying some shit to uh, fuck fuck Jamie over? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. you think that you no. think this is going to last nine months? Oh, oh, you mean carry turn that way. Carry your turn, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wild Walker's going to be coming before then. But yeah, yeah, yeah. She ain't giving birth to that kid. Her intentions are to give birth to it. Yes, for sure. 
Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 She's trying to, she's, she, they're trying to save that relationship that isn't there. Yeah. It's like, save it, man. Much more difficult. A lot of people fall down the rabbit hole that way. And then she, then she, she, she was hugging him after she told him that and was like, you know, sort of forgave him for, uh, you know, letting Tyrion live or not killing Olena horribly. Uh, one thing we didn't mention is that she did find out in the first little meeting that she found out that Joffrey was killed. We talked uh, about that. By Elena. Oh, you guys did say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, um, but and, anyway, not, yeah. to get, not to get back to that. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, she's got a kid now. It's going to be a little difficult for Jamie. Stab her in the back. She, she says, it's, and then the last note here for this scene is that it says, not so happy family, never betray me again. Going back, it kind of ties it up here, but it's kind of like that's the female manipulation type of thing, right? Because she's... Oh, she was totally manipulating That was cold as hell. Right? Yeah. Talk about yeah. ruining the moment, man. When she was like, you know that Braun betrayed you or whatever. I'm like, this manipulative oh. bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like... Oh, you I can't even, don't even get me started she, on her. She makes me so angry. It's like she was warming warming him up, sort of, kind of, or she felt like she, she was going to, saying, we got a kid on the way. Yeah. And then they hug this, like, sort of, kind of awkward, but maybe sort of warm embrace. And then it's like that was all that was said, all that was done just so – just so that she could say, never betray me again. But when yeah. she wants to sugarcoat that? that with all this – fucking foreplay essentially you know yeah. what i'm saying jamie's yeah. face though when she said that i think i mean i think he did like, okay, have that thought where he knows like she fucking would actually fucking kill me or something yeah, yeah i mean yeah. seriously like right. talk about stockholm syndrome yes you know i mean jamie. fucking jamie lannister yeah. dude like oh, yeah. he's like oh my god i'm gonna be a daddy like oh yeah. wow i better not fuck up or i'll die and not be a part of this family anymore right. you know right, like right 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 cole Cersei's cold, man. She's abusive. She is abusive. She's so fucking abusive, yeah. <laughs> they should just abort that child. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, your your note is sometimes abortions can be a blessing. <laughs> Question mark. Hey man, I'm just saying. <laughs> I yeah, just want to go back so. into when Cersei's talking about Braun and how he needs to be uh uh like uh reprimanded. God, yeah, reprimanded. I was like, oh that was the other one. yeah. We might see Braun change sides. Braun's not yeah. gonna like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's Braun's gonna be like, "Fuck this!" Like I'm not like Braun's not gonna put up with that bullshit. I, I just, just I think uh, further in the conversation, I kind of felt that that was kind of swept under the rug. Like, oh, it, it next time we're, we're fucking up. No, Braun. But this I time, agree. Like, I agree. Yeah. Work. No, no uh, course of action on this one. But yeah. like she was saying, like I'm gonna leave it up to you. But you know what I would do. Damn, you do you do not touch Braun. You leave him alone. But Braun was honest in the beginning where he's like, dude, dragon come to dragons, I'm out. Like if we're fighting oh, yeah. dragons, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. But I do hope that he stays ahead of this one because you don't want yeah. him to get caught in, in a trap here. But like Braun hopefully is, he stays ahead and he, he catches wind that like he's not in our favor and he just dips. Mm-hmm. Right. Braun dude, has always I, been on the entire show. He's like, yeah. yo, I want gold. I'm a sell sword. That's what I am. Yeah, right. So, you know, and people are just like, oh, we're friends. We're friends. It's like, ah, I like you, but, um, you know, if the money's good. Yeah, I mean, he has that conversation with Tyrion because he want, he doesn't want to fight the mountain and says basically that exact same thing. 
And then he's asked if he would kill a baby. He's like, if the price is right, like Braun has never once been like, I'm a different person. No, not right. at all. Right. Uh, man, that was one of the most underrated scenes. I feel like of game of Thrones is the one where Braun goes in. Cause the actor was so he he just played it so nervous like he wasn't comfortable and that was the first time we kind of saw braun uncomfortable where, mm-hmm. where he had to tell Tyrion like i can't do it yeah you know dragons like dragons just making him uncomfortable yeah he was like yeah. rubbing his hands he was sort of his hands were shaking a little yeah. bit like just bronze shit. i also want to say that i think braun could could take jamie lannister in a fight any day oh totally yeah so yeah. if Bron since the something's Especially. going down, that motherfucker's out. Dude, I've he's I'll, been I'll, in too I'll, many situations like that. I if anything goes down with the scene between them two and he thinks something's gonna happen, he's fucking up. He's gone. He might not kill Jamie. He wouldn't so, kill Jamie, but he so might you, fuck him up. You said any day, which brings me to a point that I've been in contention with a couple people right now. That like I've always felt that uh he's been overrated. As a fighter, I've never felt he was the best fighter in all of the lands, but he has that reputation. So, do you think Braun would have beaten him with both hands back before he, when he was still like the the gold cloak warrior? I, I don't think. Well, it I think been it's tough. Good. I think um, when he's training him, and he's trying to use his left hand, Braun fights dirty because he wants to win. Jamie has that whole like, I'm a Lannister, I'm a fucking knight. You know, I got to fight the proper way bullshit. I think, yeah, I think Bron could take, I think Bron could take the mountain. Do you think he I could have Jamie when he had both hands though, when he was at his prime? Oh yeah, I, I think, I think Bron could, I could, I think Bron could probably take anyone in this entire show. Just, you know, it's just, he's just smart enough to know when to say no. Like, nah, I'm not getting in that fight. Fuck you guys. I'm out. Now, you man, know? you went back and watched the first season. Uh, Ned and Jamie are about to fight and they're fighting and then, one of the guards uh, stabs him in the leg. Him in the leg. Did Jamie get pissed oh. at that, or was he okay? Yeah, he did. He was pissed. He pissed. Okay, he was pissed because he wanted. Like, I mean, could you imagine being a Kingslayer and then taking out fucking Ned Stark? Yeah. Woo! I mean, I think Ned would have killed him though. I but Ned, Ned and the thing, even Ned. the fact that Ned, Ned was an old man when yeah. He, yeah. when he was fighting Jamie there. Jamie wasn't fighting no prime. Like to me, I don't think. I mean, he was trained by, um, uh, what's his name, Sir Barristan. So he was trained mm-hmm. by some dope ass warriors. But like, I've always felt like Jamie to me has been a little elevated because he's a Lannister. I don't think he that he was ever the best fighter, and I don't think he could be, say, Bron today. I don't think he'd be John today. I don't think he'd be Brienne today. Mm-hmm. But that's my opinion. I mean. Well, Jamie doesn't have anything to fight for. It's like in any fight that, like, w- between him and Ned Stark, for example, Ned wants to survive. He wants to get his daughters out. You know, Ned's going to do anything within his power to win that fucking fight if it came down to that, you know? Yeah. Um. So I, I just don't think Jamie has anything to fight for. Like, if we're even talking about Braun, like, what does Braun have to fight for? Braun likes his life, <laughs> you know? He likes right. being who he yeah. is. <laughs> like, that's enough for him to fight for. He's like, no, I like living, you know? That's why I didn't fight at the mountain. That's why I said... Well, I'm fucking done. And like he yeah. it says he saves, saves Jamie because he wants a fucking castle, you know, basically. It's like, if anyone's going to kill you, it's going to be me if I don't get what you fucking promised me, you know? So 
he mentioned Jamie was a good fighter because he's lived the like the life of luxury. He's fought in yeah. probably tournaments or they call him. He's gotten the training. Yeah, you know he's he got the, the best training on the court. For sure. Yeah, he had the best people and like <laughs> these other guys are like they're fucking really good too and they've basically just been like lived in the I guess the dirt basically. And so you're mm-hmm. going to have these sort of gruff fighters who are good, who have yet to have the chance to really go up against Jamie to sort of like really see if Jamie's the best swordsman, you know? So the, I mean, the only time I've heard anything really glorious of Jamie outside of like him being a Kingslayer and killing the Mad King, which he stabbed him in his back. The only really big fight I've heard that was referenced and correct me if I'm wrong, Joey, but was when, um, they squashed the Greyjoy Rebellion, where when they they go in with ships and Euron's talking about how how yeah. glorious he looked cutting down Greyjoys. That mm-hmm. was the only time I've heard of him actually like doing something that lives up to his reputation versus somebody like Jon Snow, who we've seen has gone above and beyond. Yeah, correct. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm sure Jamie's is good, and I'm I'm not saying that like these people would take him in one one hit. I mean, it'd be a it'd be a dope ass fight for sure. It'd be a great fight. You know, like I want I want him to fight someone. It's gonna be cool, you know. Um, but I'm just saying, I think these other guys would win. I think uh, like they're a lot more hardened, and you know, I don't know. Fuck Jamie Lannister. <laughs> don't hurt Braun. Going back, I just have to say. <laughs> If I mean, I first of all, I hope Jamie kind of warns Braun about that conversation. Like, I hope he's like, so just so you know, there was a conversation you were brought up, and there and the word betrayal, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, if yeah. I was Braun, I'd be like, so first of all, you're with a crazy bitch. I hope you get out. Yeah. And then I'd be like, I'm out. I'm out right yeah. now because she's yeah. fucking psycho. Yeah. And I would be like, that's fucking ridiculous. How's that a betrayal? She's really crazy. And he, <laughs> he actually mentions that in this episode about Cersei. He says, you might as well jump back in this river when he talks about like sort of oh, reasoning yeah. with Cersei. Oh, yeah, 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 so he's yeah, honest. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. dude, you this are with true. a crazy woman. I'm sorry. That's Bron, man. He's honest. True. Bron rules. <laughs> <laughs> that was our Bron segment. Can Basically. that be our first t-shirt for goddamn Bron rules? Bron rules, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the next segment here we got, um, we're going to the caves at Dragonstone. Gendry meets John. Uh, we already covered this a little bit, huh? A little bit. We can do it quick. Gendry joins the Avengers <laughs> and uh, the Eastwatch Avengers. John is Nara say goodbye, dot, 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 for now, question mark. She doesn't want him to leave because she didn't get that sex in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She didn't get that sex in. She didn't get that sex in. So I got two takeaways from this scene. One was the fact that uh it was like John and Gendry were picking up where Ned and Robert left off. Uh-huh. I love that. Love seeing that that these two were sort of and even John, um, the actor, sort of like I felt like played it that way where he like he this guy was kind of like calling him out for being short. And then he yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, he, he's yeah. like, wow, Robert would have done that to Ned. Like, uh-huh. we're totally being each other. Right. And then the goodbyes. Um, the, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, was, it definitely was like a, a good moment. I felt like, I feel like that in a way they have to reunite. They're, and I'm just curious how they're going to do it. Man, <clears throat> Daenerys is going to be depressed. Boy. 
She yeah, man, her boo, went, her boo left. <laughs> yeah, she was staring at John something fierce in that one. <laughs> I mean, she, the heart was broken. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Jordan, yeah. do you think yeah, that, do you that, think that that's like a, a romantic thing, or do you think that's the fact that she's the last Targaryen, and here she is staring at the other last Targaryen? I don't think she knows that. No, but I mean, like, oh, so you don't, you don't even think there's like a subconscious thing going on there with them too. I, I feel like she's worried more about the, the, the undead thing that they're sort of, you know. I feel like maybe she'll pick up on it. I, she, maybe she picked up on something when Drogon was sniffing him. But I think she's more leaning on the, the being undead question. Yeah. Um, but basically, in this scene here. When she's watching him and the other guys push that boat out, you just see the look on her face. You're like, she's she's definitely pining on some Jon Snow. Because she's like, like, this is my mystery man. Yeah, it's like it's like you know, <laughs> it's like you had uh, Dario and Call. Like Call was the one that broke her heart. Darius was the bad boy that she just wants to have sex with. Jon's gonna be the husband. You know, yeah. I don't know if I want to see him really get married. That's just kind of the role he's playing. It's like the one that she's just like, he's the he's the best man ever. Like he's the 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 great soldier. Like she wants to be with him, and he's like, or she's just like, you know, I just I uh, yeah, I found the one, and I don't know what to do. And you know, she's just the look, man. It's crazy. After that Drogon contact with John, she was just like. She was just like, "All right, this is my, this is my baby daddy right here." Yeah. <laughs> I don't and know. You got like, three kids. That's like, a bit much. She was like, "And they're not beasts. They're my children. Want to yeah. be the daddy?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, "I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship with kids. That's uh, a bit much. What do I have to do?" Single mama. I know you're a single mother and all, but jeez. Yeah, whenever that reunion comes and they see each other again, oh man, it's, you might as well get like the sweeping music to start. It's on. <laughs> By the way, going back just real quick, whenever that dude that she just wanted to fuck that was recast mm -hmm. like three fucking times. Yeah, Dario Nahai. I can't fucking know that was supposed to be the same guy. I thought she was fucking three different dudes. Are you serious? I, that, yeah. That was actually. Even they, I think we've talked about this outside of the podcast, but they didn't really even specify. They just was like, oh, it's Dario again. And of course, you know, names on the show. It's like, yeah. as long as, if it's not John or James, you know, it's like it's hard to remember. Yeah, I, I just thought it was just other fucking suitors or some shit coming by. And she's just like, yeah, I'll bang you. Hey, uh, I thought that was like the worst. I think he went on, the original actor went on to do like the transporter sequel. Yes. So it was more of a, it was a contractual thing, but like worse recast because that dude was so dope. And then the way they brought us back into him was that him and Greyjoy were having, were each holding their weapons out and they were having a, a test who could hold it the longest. Mm -hmm. They show him holding his weapon, okay. and that's supposed to be your hint that they recast him. Oh, but okay. uh, obviously it was subtle. It like, took me a yeah. while. I was like, "Who the fuck?" Yeah, is this I dude? did not catch. Yeah, that. had I, had I not read about it and or, or known the books, I probably would have thought the same thing. And I, I thought it would be totally in her character to like she's like this powerful queen character. It's like I will fuck who I want. You know, that's <laughs> that's kind of that was the vibe I was getting. And I, and I honestly like I felt like. My biggest issue with the recast was that, like, the first guy totally had me convinced that he was devoutly in love with this woman. He worshipped her. He would do anything for her. Mm -hmm. And the second guy didn't have me convinced. Uh -huh. The second guy just 
didn't have that sort of i don't even know if it, it's a connection it or just like this lust thing she's a hot queen yeah 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 even his monologue where she sort of puts him to the side and he's trying to plead with her that he only wants her like even that was unconvincing for me so i'm i'm glad he's out to be honest oh yeah all right so then moving on from that um let's see here late night homework at the citadel this scene was pretty cool sam takes charge of his own life and shit here yeah Sam's he takes charge all right yeah he, he fucking goes in and um fucking steals all the scrolls he's not supposed to even fucking touch <laughs> it's, it's like espionage and uh twitter blows the fuck up apparently i did not know that but if that's that was the mm -hmm. case about this scene in particular yeah really? and i'll tell you why twitter was oh because of what she said yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. let's touch on Joe, you mind if we touch on that last because I feel like that's that's the big okay. reveal of the scene. But sure, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There's no a problem. couple a couple other things. I love that um Samuel uh is sort of like bitching and he's frustrated that nobody's listening to him and he's sort of been like you know what I mean, ignored by the headmasters. And then at the same time, he's literally ignoring Gilly. As yeah. she's saying yeah. something very important. She's just reading off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you, know how, do you know how many steps are in the Septa Baylor, or, you know, windows in the Septa Baylor? He's just like, I really, I don't care. Yeah. And he got the numbers backwards. So it's like, that's like, that's when a man doesn't listen. When he's like, yeah, he tried to even say, like, uh, he used that number for shits. It's like, yeah. that was for steps, dude. You weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that, I yeah. thought that was hilarious. It was like yeah. comedic. And then I love that it's sort of like this, like uh, with Sam, he's just like, fuck this, this intern internship is like over. I'm done. You know, like right. if anybody's intern, like I've been there where it's like, you motherfuckers aren't paying me. You're not listening to me. I'm out. Right. So that was cool. Well, it's also this fucking time limit. Like Sam fully believes all this shit's about to happen. It, like I'm, I'm not even going to become a fucking archmaster if I keep, Fucking um, reading about bowel movements here. Yeah. It's time to fucking move on. Um, yeah. And even as a viewer, Maddie hit it on the head. Like, thank God. Like, thank God he's out of there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if the White Walkers weren't coming and everything was hunky dory, yeah, of course. It'd be yeah. kind of cool. Like, if you were in that position, you want to keep going, but that's not the situation that we're in. Yeah. And it's, it's always a good, even from like a writing standpoint, like a guy to like A, break the rules for the right reasons. And B, just to take charge of his own life. I mean, that line where he says, I'm tired of reading about uh, other great men or something, that's fucking awesome. Dude, yeah. yeah. I, was, I mean, it's I'm a, like, it's, like, I'm Sam Will. I'm a, I am a fucking great man. I'm going to do a great, what a great man would do. It's a, dude, it's a, I mean, what he, the opportunity he actually has that he walks away from here is, is like walking away from Google or Apple and being, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. with the position to be the next Steve Jobs. It's like he walks away from that to do his own private company. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, I'll start my own shit. These guys yeah. are fucking dumb. Yeah. These wrinkly ball motherfuckers. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> listens to my idea that's going to change the world. I'm getting laid. These other guys aren't getting laid. Yeah. But obviously, the big part of the scene, which is why t Twitter exploded. Joey, you want to tell yeah. us why this happened? So, you know, Gilly's just, you know, Sam's upset. He's annoyed. And Gilly's just going on about the number of steps and the number of windows and places. And he, and then he and then she's like, "What's an annulment mean?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, of course." After all that annoyance, he's like, "Well, it's basically when um, somebody is, you know, rele uh, relieved of their wife or something or their spouse or whatever." And he kind of gives her this look. He's like, "I wish you could. I wish I could do that right now." Um, 
And then she goes on to it and she's like talking about how Rhaegar uh, won an annulment um, and it happened down in Dorne. And before she got to who the annulment was with, uh, Sam basically exploded on her and kind of gave the 15,000 shits uh, yeah. dialogue. Yes, yes. Just acting um, out. Just men acting out. That's what yeah. this was. I love that so she was we, like steps. Yeah. 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 She yeah, was yeah, yeah, steps. Yeah. And that's something I would yeah. totally do. I'd be like, I yeah. just have to correct you there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the, so, Joey, the first time I actually watched it, I, I thought it was exactly how you just laid it out. But then I watched it again mm-hmm. and I actually thought it's the reverse where because the, they have a secret ceremony right after Gilly says where. So I'm assuming and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming now that Rhaegar basically divorced the princess of Dorne and then had a secret ceremony with Lyanna Stark and he was married to her at that point. Yes. <laughs> Which means yes, Jon Snow is literally the uh, not a bastard and he's entitled to the throne. You're he's the heir. Correct. And that's when Twitter <laughs> fucking blew up and went insane. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> because because, because right. Sam didn't let her finish that, that piece of the puzzle. We've still got, so we've seen the Liana part in a flashback. Uh, we just got a bit of the Rhaegar part. Yeah. Now we just got to put it to the third piece, the fucking Triforce. It's got to be put together. <laughs> that John's legitimate. So we can figure out what John, John is legitimate, and he is the son of uh, these two. And Joey, I got a question, man. Mm-hmm. Tell me if this is a book thing, because like, okay, the scene was important, but like I've always felt like, and just watching the TV show, I haven't gotten that far in the books, but that a sort of once we knew John was a Targaryen. And after everything he's done in this show, that he's already sort of been legitimized. Uh, in Is the that, books, it, in the books, it has not been uh, revealed. Okay, so this is beyond the books. Uh, so the, yes, oh, oh yeah, we're we're beyond the books. Are uh, yeah, for sure. Um, because what does it change? Is my question. Like what? I, I honestly, how don't does it know. change? You know, it's just, I feel like it's just going to change the dynamic between like him and Danny. I mean, I hope, hopefully it's not bad. Um, but like, I feel like that if it's going to be something, like it needs to come out soon. Um, hope, I, I think that maybe like John, or, uh, Sam did pick up that book when he ran out of there with all the scrolls. Because it's like, all right, you just grabbed a bunch of stuff. You don't know what's on it. You're just like, oh, yeah. you know, there's not really any labels in that place unless you can read the label that I can't read. Um, and uh, I don't, I, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, it'll just be him, I guess, legitimized and um, maybe sort of work with Danny. And I don't really see it going to his detriment. You know? Other than maybe like a little destabilization, which I've already thought, so it doesn't change anything, but I've already thought as soon as Littlefinger finds out he's Targaryen, he's going to start a campaign against him in the North. Could be. That'd be interesting. I feel with the... Because people aren't going to dig that he's a Targaryen in the North. Danny's going to dig it. And, you know, we dig it, but... You think Littlefinger already knows that shit? It seems like he knows everything. I don't think he knows that. Yeah. I feel like... I feel I like we with... know who knows that. After this, we're we're kind of gonna feel like that uh, Littlefinger might not last 
a bit longer. It's seeming like that, right? We're getting to that. We got to get to that. Past this season, yeah. man, I feel like. That, that can yeah. – oh, actually, we have a question from a listener, but then that's going to be after that. That's coming up, yeah. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, I guess, like, Twitter blew up, and I know it was important information that John is officially not a bastard. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, I've always already considered him not a bastard. Yeah, and I think it's like – Right, right, right. We're like, finally, he's in the north. It finally almost finally got officially proven. <laughs> like, it has yet to be officially proven through the book or the show that John is the son of these two people. Mm-hmm. It's and, already basically yeah. been researched and like we have the, you know, we have the the hypotheses and the theory and it's finally going to come down to fact. We've yet to see that and it almost happened and it's like, no, you know, and there, wait a little longer. Other than a, a really funny meme I came across where mm-hmm. it's uh, Jon Snow leaning into Daenerys and then it says whispers bend the knee. Yeah, that was hilarious. But other than that, like I still actually am rooting for Daenerys because John kind of doesn't want it. Right. Like, exactly. I, I, yeah. I don't want, want John. He's never run. wanted it. Yeah. yeah. Like I think Daenerys would be a better leader, and John just like hangs out at Winterfell. Yeah. He would, <laughs> he would like become heir for a second and then give it over maybe to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so I we kinda, can officially do it. I yeah. kind of have a theory. It's like I okay, John's dead. Basically, he's undead. He came back to life. However you want to call it. Uh, I I don't think that John is going to make it out of the show. Don't say that, man. I, 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 he, he's, he's dead. He Get him, Maddie. Get him, Maddie. No. He doesn't want to be king. <laughs> he's not looking for a lover. His Egret died. That was his, that was his love of his life. What a real um, story. He's a dead He's got person. a new love now. He's a dead, yeah, <laughs> agreed. We he's don't know if dead. he feels that way, though. He's kind of rejected. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think he's. I don't yeah. Think, yeah, I don't think he's seeing it, and he's dead. And so, like, I don't think that John's going to make it out. I think we're going to we're going to love him. We're going to find out all these things about him that he's was the one who should have been king, and yada yada yada. But it just didn't play. It, was, it wasn't his role to play, and he's going out. He's going. I don't think I can handle him dying again. He's, I don't. Think gonna, I don't. Yeah, Maddie's got a good point, man. He, I think it's going to happen. But but would have to that's be that's my bold that's, that's a bold ass statement, my friend. <laughs> statement. I don't think I could watch the next episode if they kill him before the last episode. No, no, no. So it would have to be the last moment where he's yeah, just like, yeah. I'm gonna jump off this cliff and Westeros is gonna be okay because I do this. Right. That's something it's gonna be a very heroic moment for sure. Like it's not gonna be just some like you just cut down the street. Like you're <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll like the show less if he dies. I'll be honest. Women and men are in love. God damn it, we are in love with John. I, but, but Joey's right. I do. Joey's right. I do love John's dynamic because it's like John is like having trouble to even, even though he's intrigued by Daenerys, he's having trouble to love again. Mm-hmm. You know, Egret was always sort of like the way she went out was fucked up, and it sort of like broke him, and then yeah. he died on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've always felt like, in a way, a romantic storyline with John is kind of like that was his first life, irrelevant. Second life, yeah. Because uh, maybe she, maybe hey, yeah, maybe she could like you know, she could change it for sure. Yeah, she could re- you know? re- reincarnate his heart in his romanticism. Maybe I think we gotta wait for all those White Walkers to be dead first, though. He's focused right. on one thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's focused on one thing only. It's like 
I, I want to see my my uh, my uh, family again, and then it's White Walker time. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, Boo. I gotta go kill some ice zombies <laughs> first. <laughs> then we can get down. Ice zombies. And they kill like the White Walkers, and then like that's the first sex scene with him and James. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the Night King's. Are you writing fan fiction? Right now? <laughs> yeah. They do it on top of the Night King's body. She, here's here's what's gonna happen. She's gonna get so upset. Well, I, I, all right, I don't want to. I don't want to say that just yet. We'll wait. I, dude, I, honestly, I'm sorry. Like to to not to drag, but uh, I I could see a moment where she might learn that John's in trouble up north, and then fucking flies a dragon up there. That's what I was gonna say. I'm down with that. That's cool. My God, I want to see it so bad. Yeah. I want to see her like rolling in and just like totally reach exactly. down and grab him, That's grab exactly his hand, saying, lift him up on the drogon. Like, oh, or that, or she's like, like I brought the other two, and you need my help. I'll be your white knight. Yeah, like really where she might, it. maybe she finds out who he is. Maybe she finds out really what he is, mm-hmm. and then it's like I gotta go. He's the last Targaryen. I gotta go north. Yeah, fuck this Westeros shit. I'm down. I'm getting the goosebumps right now. <laughs> I know, dude. I thought about that. I was like, I'll wait to the end. And you said the same thing. I was like, yes. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I get the feels. All right. So, just, what's the next topic? Yeah, let's move Before on. Before we move uh, on, I just want to say. Yeah. Oh, go, go ahead, man. I just want to say, look at little baby Sam. He's growing up so fast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, he is. Yeah. yeah. Like, Who is this so boy? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Okay, so actually, before we move on to the next topic, we have the second question from Shasta, and her question is, where the fuck is Sam going? John, he's he's going to John. Oh, my God. It's got to be, right? I I feel like... That's where I would go. It would always be to John. Yeah, I think it's Winterfell, yeah, for sure. I think you guys are right. I agree. I think he's going to Winterfell. I think his arc lies now, and they might gloss over it because we don't have a lot of time, but like... If it was me, his arc to me lies as a character with the fact that he's the head of his house now, which in a way he's probably always wanted because he's always been looked down upon. So he's got to deal with either receiving being the head of his house and then going to fight this war with John, which he'll obviously choose John because he's a he's a dope ass dude. But I do think that maybe they'll play with that for a scene or two. Yeah, he could come in and like and him and Bran could work together with the knowledge and the sight. We need his his smarts. So, we need his brain. Yeah. If, if Bran starts being so fucking weird. Seriously. <laughs> he's not. He's not Bran. I think Bran is gone. Yeah, I think Bran. I think, Bran, I think Bran's in. I think Bran's in there. He's still there. Uh, I think that like basically once the real the original Three Eyed Raven died, all his sort of powers or whatever you want to call it sort of went into Bran, and yeah. so like Bran now. <clears throat> has the memories and the knowledge of his family, but also has the memory and the knowledge of everybody's family. And it's he's sort of everyone. Like, yeah. yeah. He's everyone. Yeah. And so you can't really turn and, and also with that, the feelings that come with it. And so it's hard for him to like uh, pierce through all of that to sort of find, to go back to his self. So he's kind of feeling and seeing everything, you know? So I think Bran's yeah. still there. He just he's just gotta he's gotta weave through the bullshit. But it's uh, annoying as hell. I'd be yeah, like, sure. if I was a sibling, I'd be like, I'm I'm just gonna have to slap the fuck out of you right now. Fucking be <laughs> you, be normal. Jesus Christ, this is weird. You're a weird fuck. Like, come on. Yeah. I can't take this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be dude, I'd be so disappointed considering the fact that he's God. If I met a god like that, I'd be so mad. 
like if I if I go to heaven and dude won't even hug me and he's like, thank you for coming here. Yeah, I'd be a little disappointed. Yeah, it's like there's a billion of you. You're the, you're the you know you're the next one in line. See ya. I guess you just lose your sense of self. The more yeah, you basically yeah like you less human because you can. have millions of cells now. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like trying to find your way back to you. And having a totally different perspective on how time works. I mean, time, yeah, everything. Like you're just like now, like it's like you you don't you're not worried about yourself anymore. You're just worried about the 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 consciousness of the world. The you know, and so it's just like you're again you're on this higher plane. Yeah, like we said, he's he's he sees every single outcome. Yeah, that can happen. So he definitely he has a lot on his plate, but. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's not there. I mean, maybe we did lose Bran. We'll see how they sort of sure. go forward with that's, that. There's definitely a you know, thing that could happen. Okay, anybody got any other comments on this one? No, we answered it. That was a Sam segment that turned into a, a weird-ass Bran segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then moving on to uh, Littlefinger Lays a Trap. Arya plays Game of Spies with... Peter Baelish discovers mm-hmm. Sansa's scroll to Rob, and that's a fucking major callback to what well, that's first season, right? First season, yeah. Let's do the mm-hmm. you guys mind doing the scroll last? Okay. Yeah, totally. Like like the Twitter thing again. My 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 thing here was uh, maybe I'm jumping ahead slightly, but um she's supposed to be kind of like this master spy character and it kind of like fucked me up with her skill level. Like, remember how you were with the sand snakes? Like, how the fuck do they die so easily? Yeah. yeah. How the fuck can't she spy better than she did? Be- like, Dude, uh, who's still like, young and experienced. She got trained by a fucking cult. But she also... Good at this okay, shit. so I got, a, I got a point I got to make. I'm disappointed that she would even go this route because uh-huh. you weren't going to out faceless men the faceless men. You're not going to out spy Peter Baelish. Right, but why True. was that, she? Why was she not even in a fucking disguise? For one, she doesn't even wear a fucking mask. That's like I haven't heard that point. That's good, but that o- overall, I was, I was watching this scene, saying like, you know better than to try to out. Like, don't stoop to to Littlefinger's level. The only because you won't win. You won't win counter, that game. Yeah, exactly. The only counter argument I heard for this is she just hasn't been around Littlefinger, a guy with his skill level. He's like a level five thousand. And she's level four thousand, maybe, and everybody else is zero as far as this shit's concerned. He's not a physical threat, right? Too. Yeah. So no, she's not on alert. Yeah, yeah she's not and, on alert. And, so and, she, she's just not used to being around somebody with this particular skill set. She's been gone for a long time. Everybody else that she's killed has been like, just not not doesn't have the skill set. So she's right. just not used to it anymore. Go ahead, right. Joey. She's, yeah, oh, she. Arya's on the away team. Peter Baelish is on the home team. She's on his turf now. Right. So yeah. he he knows what he's working, and in that first scene when she's talking, when he's talking to that girl in the barn or whatever, and you see Arya kind of leaning and watching, and he just kind of stops, yeah, and like looks down, and you know he know he, you know he knows that she's there, and then finally he like looks up and she's gone, and then we kind of go through it, and she's like spying on him, seeing other people going Dude, I, in and out of his room. In that uh, first scene, I didn't know. I totally I, was like, I actually was like, oh, Arya's good. And then, but it, by the end, I was like, man, she should have known better. Like, I think for me, Arya like, got the skills, but she's just blinded right now by fucking sibling rivalry right now. Like, being just trying to, like, you know, catch her sister doing something wrong because she's pissed off at her. And I think that's what's making her make mistakes. 
could could very well be. Um, and Peter Baelish is like Satan to me. Yeah, like legit. Like I think he's Satan. Like he whispers in fucking Sansa's ear and shit. He's Satan. And then like that last when he does like catch Arya or when Arya locks up and he's like that light on half of his face and that's like that's fucking that's Satan. I'm like Jesus Christ. He's the devil. He's the devil. Trying to me, bitch. He's like I'm Satan, bitch. Dude, that's just not Arya's shit. Like she should just stab him with needle and and call it a day. And figure out everything afterwards. Like we'll figure it out. But yes. Like the scene of the barn, yeah. like he, he's like he's looking down. Had he just like looked, had he been talking to the girl and then just looked back and Arya was gone, I would have thought that okay, he probably didn't see her, like she yeah. got away. But when he like kind of just paused and like looked down and kind of was waiting and then looked Dude, up and she's you, gone, I'm like, yeah. you know, you know, you were ahead of it, man. You were ahead yeah. of it. I was behind the curve because I totally was like, all right, Arya's kind of dope now, like. I just don't see her losing this. Mm-hmm. And then totally like he outsmarted her. And I was just like, no way this cannot happen. Like somebody kill this guy immediately. I know. Agreed. Maddie. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love the barn scene because I think they're two of the most frightening images in this show so far were the one that Delilah mentioned where it's like the light on his face and you're like, that's Satan. That's what Satan looks like. <laughs> there it is. And then Arya in that barn just standing there with her eyes. Like, I didn't realize how big her eyes were till that scene. And she's just standing there. I was like, this is a shot right out of a fucking horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you're like watching the people talk. And you're like, what the fuck is that behind there? <laughs> what, what is that? Like, what the fuck is it? Like, it, it freaks me out. Like her whole stance, she's just so rigid. And I was like, that's terrifying. <laughs> um, I will just my I I enjoy Arya doing this, like the way it comes out in the end. I think I think they're on the same level. Um, I'm just I want to put that's what I think. I think that like they, they're they're gonna play this mat this like like spy game for a little bit. I don't Maybe. know. I mean, the only way I, to I, outsmart I, Satan is to destroy him. She just needs to straight kill him. Don't play this game. No, I mean, I, I'm also with you guys. Too. I, I'm also with you. I'm also with the fact that she should just take a needle and stab him in the throat and watch him bleed out. So, but yeah, um, I think the sibling rivalry we'll, we'll get to the scroll is basically going to kind of overtake her spying on Baelish. I also think that I, hopefully it doesn't last long because I really don't want to see that at this point. But uh, yeah, yeah, All right. right. Wasted time there. So real quick, before we get in, we got a listener question which deals with this. But just for the yeah. information's sake, Joey, why don't you tell um them what the scroll was? But let's not discuss that yet because there's a great listener question coming. Okay, um, I'll basically just say yeah. So basically, the scroll is from the first season when Sansa was forced to basically write to her family to bend the knee to Joffrey, who became mm-hmm. king. Um, she was forced to write this letter. And so obviously with the sort of tension uh, between sisters, you know, we have yet to, we never really saw at that time sort of the, 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 the letters coming from King's Landing about Sansa, like possibly, you know, it looks like she's sort of become a turncoat. It is now for the Lannisters and it's like, you know, well, fuck my family. Yeah. So there was one scene where they received that, and obviously that was. Oh, did they? So, okay. So her dad's, her dad's in prison. Mm-hmm. So she brings her in with 
her minions, Peter Baelish and everybody. Am I still on here? Yeah, you are. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so she brings him in and she says, uh, what's going to happen to my dad? And Cersei says, that depends on you. Or that depends on your brother and you. So she writes this thing that, to Rob, which Rob immediately, along with his Meister at that point, uh, interprets as the Queen's words. So, but Arya wasn't there. Arya doesn't know what the fuck happened. So right. Arya gets this scroll where Sansa saying, like, my beloved Joffrey, bend the knee to him, Rob. So it's sort of this sort of where, like Joey said, where she's sort of like this Lannister sort of voice. Right, and but the thing is, ultimately, with with Baelish, he is trying to cause some division, some division between yeah. the sisters. But yeah. does he does he want? Is he trying to see if Arya will even kill Sansa? Like, what exactly is is his goal here? Ultimately, here, I think Peter Baelish is closer together. Go ahead, go ahead. No, that's all you. I think it'll bring them closer together because they'll figure it out. Because I think everyone's right. I hope you're right. Yeah. Stark sisters. Yeah. And the Starks are idiots, and I think Littlefinger is playing up. They're they're young, they're dumb, blah blah blah. Because by the like, I get everyone's point that we don't that Arya doesn't know what Peter Baelish has been doing, and it's his home ground. But he also doesn't know what the fuck Arya has been doing, right? This entire time either. So, and, just, and I don't think Sansa's as dumb as she was in the first season. And I think if she right. brings it to her, Sansa's gonna be like, "Yeah, I was forced to write that. I don't believe that now." And they're like, "Oh, good. I'm glad we had this adult conversation." Because now let's go kill Peter. I think that's the, that is the want, absolute best case scenario. I want a situation. long conversation between them in yeah. one of these episodes. They're like, yeah, we're the only ladies in this in this family. Like, you went through some shit. I went through some shit. Here's the stories. Like, yeah, and they sort of happened. find some common ground. Like, yo, I was forced to. Yeah. I, you know, I was basically a prisoner. And she was like, yo, I had to basically, like, I was a prisoner too and had to escape and, you know, start killing people to survive. And to answer uh, Bush's question about uh, what he, what uh, Littlefinger wants out of this, there's a uh, scene with Littlefinger, if we go back to either season two or season three, maybe even four, where Littlefinger goes back to King's Landing to talk to Queen Cersei uh, after he's already let Sansa escape. And he basically has this line where he says, let the... Um, let the Boltons fight. Essentially, I forget what the other army was, but he's like, let the Boltons fight. Oh, uh, Baratheon's brother, Stannis. Stannis. He's like, let the Boltons fight Baratheon, and then afterwards, we'll come in. And I think that's the same thing he's doing here with Sansa and Arya. He's like, it doesn't matter. Divide them, and then whoever's standing at the end, I'll come in. I think that's his plan. Yeah, like a divide. He's trying to like, see if even, like, Arya will just leave entirely. Leave I mean, I think or, he'll try to win over Arya if she wins, if she's, or or maybe Bran then becomes. But he's just like, I'm gonna cause some division because they're too unified right now. Trying to own the chaos, in that way. right? And I'll just come out on top. And maybe, right. I mean, it does push Sansa away from the Stark family and Arya, yeah. where he might have more. This influence. is the moment. Oh. But like Maddie said, I I think we all hope that they can have an adult conversation. Maybe bring Sir Davos up, let him mediate this thing. Grandpa. Oh, no, also, Grandpa. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so we'll, have, we'll have the sister division. And then, you know, that Bran did have that moment with Baelish earlier in the season. 
So maybe we'll have all three Starks working together and figure out Baelish's plan, and then he's dead. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is when we get rid. Of, this is when we get weird, uh, rid of weird ass Bran. Bran's like, "Well, guys, I'm back. Sorry, I was being sorry fucking weird." But sorry about it. Peter Baelish is a douchebag, by the way. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Let's just kill Peter Baelish. It's not worth it. No, like, Bran really everything. needs to step in here. It's kind of like he could see all things. It's like yeah, he needs right? to be like. Fucking girls, calm the fuck down. Um, you got Satan up over here playing you both. <laughs> yeah. And I see fucking everything. So, you know, let's get our shit together. And then they look at each other and go, well, I mean, he is weird. So, yeah, let's believe him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. No, I mean, that's what I want to happen. I want the Starks to be a united front and take out fucking Peter Baelish. It's what I want. I hope the writers are listening because that's what we all want. Just going to say it. I know there's no more questions with questions, man. There's questions and then there's answers. There's no more skipping yeah. over the John being dead or Bran, what's wrong with you? You're weird. It's like, no, why are you weird? What happened? <laughs> Arya, what happened to you? Sansa, what happened to you? Like, this needs to happen. Like, there's no more skirting around it. They all need a good cry and a good hug, man. Just yeah. good cry and a good <laughs> hug. Yeah. Dude, I will say for everything that Bran knows, it's like, dude, uh, I don't know what you're waiting for. But we got like eight episodes left. So if you want to chime in here at any moment, yeah, right. You know, and start bringing yeah. everybody together that we like. If I was Brand's sister, I swear to God, I'd go into the room, sit down Indian style, and be like, "Look, I'm sitting here for a while. Yeah, start talking. <laughs> what the fuck?" Yeah, totally <laughs> Sweet Raven. <laughs> okay, so this brings us to the uh, last question from Shasta, and that is. Do you think Arya knows that Baelish is trying to trick her, or is she just pretending to follow along with his plan? And before everybody gets this, before I offer to everybody, my comment here is it comes back to what I was originally saying, where it kind of fucked with, with my idea of what their skill levels were, because I felt like she was yeah. too good to fall into this ploy, and so if they go if they go to the route of her actually falling for it, it's a bit like wow this might be a pacing issue or I don't know what it is, but boy, but maybe they don't even do that and she recognizes it immediately because she is that good of a spy, and and she's like oh I saw this this I saw Littlefinger try to plant this on me Sansa, you know maybe they'll just totally bypass that. That's what I want actually. I think that's what we want. I don't think that's what's gonna happen. I'll be that's what's gonna happen. And I gotta go. I gotta, you know, you. Arya is fucking dope, and she's she's become a black belt in a lot of different sort of right. skill sets right now. But if you go back to her time with uh, the Faceless Man and Bravos, she was actually kind of clunky. I didn't think she was a spy. Like she she did obviously was tracked by this other chick. Yeah, but just to stop you real quick, but she did a lot of training though, right? So she right. was clunky at even, first. But no, but even, dude, even after her training, she got caught how many times going? A lot of times. Yeah. She, she quit midway too, right? Yeah, I mean, she she yeah. she never followed the orders and she got caught every time. And not only that, but she goes back to this woman's place uh, at the theater, gets her killed. Uh -huh. Like she's mm -hmm. been tracked all the time. She was crafty with the way she... She drug her back, so maybe we get a, a little uh, parallel to that where she brings the girl back and she's blind so she knows how to fight in the dark. I just feel like if you're following a motherfucker like Littlefinger, you wear that mask. Man. Yeah. He's I the agree. best, though. Like, that's the thing is he's the best at doing that. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I, so, yeah. so she thought there was no point in even wearing a mask because he's so good. 
No, I just felt like I feel like the mask thing is a, is actually a good point that you made. That's the one point where it's like, why wouldn't she disguise herself? Yeah, but yeah, maybe I she think she's a little cocky. Maybe Winterfell. Yeah. Wait, well, a dead a dead body's got to be around for her to have a mask. That's where how is she, that what it is? Yeah, like who? Gotta she does have get, Those masks yeah. come from dead people. Yeah, right. So she needs to kill somebody. This guy has some stretch corpse lying around. Man, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. So we're talking about like Arya's skill level. So yeah. basically, you know, as we saw her, she was rough around the edges. Uh, she was always getting caught. And she also had the waif that was also kicking her ass right. all the time. And then finally we get this fucking T2 sequence where the waif's like running after her down the markets and the streets and shit. <laughs> stabs um, her. Comes up on her first and stabs her as an old woman. Arya Catches gets, her off guard. Arya gets fucking stabbed. Like in the fucking stomach. I got and, scared, man. I thought we were going to lose yeah. And then they go to then they go to a tunnel. Arya's got a fucking candle. Waif runs in. Candle goes out. We see nothing. There's a theory that, and and it is completely far fetched and and easy to poke holes into, is that Arya died in that cave. The waif took Arya's face and is continuing her uh, her journey. That's scary. Because, in, in way, in, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me continue. Just the fuck go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And then, <laughs> a lot of people got some comments. <laughs> because after this, we see Arya get to Winterfell, not Winterfell, Westeros, and straight up just murder uh, homeboy, uh, 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 the Walter Frey, right. cooks, his, cooks his sons into his a kids. pie. And just, she's, just after basically killing the waif, is now a fucking deadly badass. So I'm going to say it's interesting, but ultimately it'd be like, uh, it's really dramatic. Yeah. It's far fetched because like it would go against everything that we've already accepted. Right. Where like, she says like, I'm Arya Stark. I'm going to Winterfell and, and Yaka Nagar, uh, nods at her. And it's sort of like, you've completed your training. Yeah. You know, you're, you're able to leave. And, um, also like, wouldn't she have to, like the fact that she would have to what cut off her own face because Arya did put her face on the wall, where oh she did didn't she yeah because yeah. the face did That's end true. up on the wall there that is true yeah. yeah 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 I saw that I saw that come out after that when that ended and I was like I don't want it to happen and, and not only that uh, she doesn't know personal things about the Stark family like she when she was telling exactly yeah there's a lot of people. Like, oh you've always liked nice things that exactly. broad didn't know that yeah, there's a lot of holes to be poked but I thought it was a pretty cool little. Theory. It's really? cool. You've said a lot of shit this episode. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. <laughs> all, my, all of my that thoughts still, have changed about still, everything. That, that was still a cool theory because yeah. I, I got oh, scared. Yeah, no, I was I, like, that's scary. Yeah, that <laughs> me up for a I know. It kind of scary. <laughs> oh, this could really be a thing. Dude, this yeah, world would be a worse place without our area. <laughs> Dude, I like my, my I think I almost had a heart attack. I think <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, want you to spin that I was like, shit. Because we never saw the fight. We never saw a dead body. You yeah. Know. yeah. They did jip us there. I, that, I did. I had a complaint about that episode. But, like, overall, I just feel like we need all the Starks we can get. For sure. Like, it makes the show better. And if if I was a writer, I would – and I was going to write it that way or another way where we lose Starks, I'd just have to look at it and say, okay, this makes the show worse. Like, we need these people. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree with you. I just want to say about the question that our the Shasta brought up. 
I think y'all don't have enough faith faith in Aria, and it disappoints me, all of you on this podcast, <laughs> all, everyone here. Uh, what I want to say to that is um, – uh, Can yeah, I say man. something real – Yeah, go oh. ahead, man. Yes, oh, I just want to say that I think Peter Baelish at this point has gotten the upper hand every time, and it's time for him to fall. I yeah. think every little trick he's played has worked out in his favor, and even if you're like, oh, they know, he somehow twists it. But I think with enough of the Starks around, I think it's going to have to be a family effort to take him down for sure. I don't think yeah. it's just going to be Arya. I don't think it's going to be Sansa. I think it's them getting through some bullshit. It's, the, it's all three of but them. But if Peter oh, gets yeah. it, all three of them. And like, and, and like Mike was saying, it's like we don't have many episodes left. I don't want no. this to be drug out for the entire rest of the season and then leave on a cliffhanger. Like, what? Well, no, I don't need that. Like, kill him off or don't. Like, just move the fuck on. Um, yeah. But I, I, I hope this is uh, Littlefinger's downfall. I hope they kill Satan. <laughs> <laughs> this is where this is where I say too that, like, in a way, I just wish Arya was with John and the Avengers going north. Because how dope would that be to see her? Not only that reunion, but to see her fighting. So it's kind of like, in a way. I'm like, get, get Ari out of this mess, you know, like let Sansa do Sansa, but like, let's, let's unleash Arya per se. Cool. Yeah. Let's do like it. Arya wouldn't be like a battlefield fighter though. She'd be like a, she's a, she's, she's a pretty fucking, fucking dope. Assassin, though. She's got to be right. sneaky. She sneak up in the no, she They did that fight with Brienne. She yeah. wasn't sneaky during that. Oh, she can take true. a motherfucker. She could hold her own, but she's cooler as a fucking assassin i like, always that like shit the assassins yeah like <laughs> stab you in the back hell yeah stab you in the back dude, <laughs> she's in the shadows bitch she's def she's better than the flaming sword dude that dude died like 10 times yeah <laughs> i got i got i started reading about him by accident and i know things i don't want to know oh god oh god don't tell uh, us wait, what do you know Mute man. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, know, I, I know that I know. he only has so many times that he dies and then someone comes back but he's like, on his yeah. seventh death. <laughs> wait someone, a second. Hold on. Is it Hodor? No. Good. Finish. Just, just kidding. We missed no, 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 Do you want me to tell you who come who he brings back? No. No, I know who okay. he brings. No, I know no, who don't he brings. Don't tell us. Are you, yeah, are you, I just no, I don't I don't think on. it's gonna happen in the show. Hold on, Maddie. So what you're saying, he, he he has like let's say seven times he can die and then somebody is yeah. resurrected or no no i'm just it, saying on his seventh death he just decided to bring someone back yes i know exactly what you're talking about it's not going to happen in the show and we can yeah, talk no, about i don't it. think so either <laughs> but i wouldn't like, was like about it. It 10 times i was like well, well drop that knowledge right now because i accidentally read about it reading about um the mountain because i was like oh, i want to mm -hmm. know more about the mountain nah. and then it led to him and i really like him and I was like, oh, I want to know more about his character. I'm not going to, I'll read these books when they're done. Yeah. yeah. I do not want to get into this whole thing of waiting because I forget shit all the time. And I'm not rereading those fucking 600 page books. Do you, does anybody other than me and Maddie know? No. I mean, I know of one resurrection in the books that was not shown in the series, mm -hmm. which would not make sense. But I think for the sake of uh, just the possibility, like, probably shouldn't covered in the, in the pod we, we yeah we can tell you guys after this is over. off mic agrees off mic i mean but, but I mean, hey the books have been out the, the books have bypassed the series like it's like i don't think it's really uh, oh I, it, there's no way I it's mean, if it's who i think it is it's probably not even a spoiler at this point but like i i'm not sure i have no idea but as a caveat uh maddie we totally skipped over the ghost reference 
So we got to cover that real quick. Okay. Well, so, I mean, yeah. right, we won't talk about it. We'll, we'll go straight to ghost. <laughs> now, for, and now for, all the for, comments for, for others to be know. like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Tell us. There's well, a lot well, of Facebook posts saying that this person's ghost popped up around Winterfell. Maybe that'll give you a hint. Oh, I think I glanced over. Is it after that. season three? No. Wait. Later? What is yeah. after season three? God, should we do it? Fuck it. I mean, it's did, not going to ruin the fucking show. Did, Ar- I mean, this did Arya come in contact with this thing? No. Then it's not what I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, so basically, <laughs> we've talked right, so much about it. it. Okay. I, so basically what happens is, um, after the, after the red wedding, uh, the brotherhood of banners are walking along and they see Catelyn Stark's body bloated okay. and drowned floating in the river. Yeah. yeah. Um, Barrett Dundarian sees her and decides to give his life to her. And so she gets resurrected, and because her throat was cut, she could barely talk. She's just like this, like almost like a crone now. She's like her face has been because in the book she like scratches her face because yeah. she just basically just kind of goes crazy seeing her entire family being destroyed in front of her. Uh, and so she's got like scratch marks on her face. She's very just like horror. Like her face is like stuck in like this horror position, um, and she. Uh, gets with and so she's with the Brotherhood of the Banners, and they tra- and they're tracking down. Basically, the book ended with her getting a hold of Gendry and Brienne, um, and she was hanging them because Brienne didn't fulfill her oath that she oh, had shit. given to to oh, uh, to uh, Catelyn earlier in the season books slash whatever. Uh, and so that's kind of where we ended up, as we have an undead. Uh, revenge-driven ghost on our hands with the Brotherhood of Banners. So, dude, but this could I, lead into a theory. Do you think he's going to sacrifice himself in the show to bring mm-hmm. someone back? Someone else back? I mean, Possibly yeah. could. Yeah, could I mean, definitely happen. Because go can ahead. we get a second John resurrection? I mean, we could have a second John resurrection. We do see. <laughs> in the pre- we do see. He doesn't get two. He, gets he doesn't one. get two. It's redundant. We we do see in the previews for next season, or for next season, next episode. Uh, some stuff happened. We'll talk about that later to He's continue the John. resurrection yeah. talk. Uh, He's schooling yeah. John a little bit, right? He, I think he's yeah. not necessarily schooling him. He's like, here's the deal. I'm probably going to lose this fight, but I have to fight this. Fight anyway. Yeah, that, he had a great monologue in the in the trailer for the next one. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, but it was actually – it was a couple segments ago where uh, – they were bitching about John. So I just want to hit that note. Uh, mm-hmm. Maddie, the, the ghost reference. Oh, oh yeah. Get to that, please. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we getting ghosts? We, we know now that ghost is just waiting around. <laughs> right. He's just, just like, sitting there. I've watched gave this episode twice and I feel like I've missed this reference. So please. Well, where the hell is he then? So it's after he's the, just, he's just after breathing. they're bitching about John not being at Winterfell. And then Arya's walking with Sansa to her quarters right before uh-huh. She says, this is mom and dad's room. Yeah. Uh, Sansa says, uh, you know, the, the North, these guys, they're not ghosts. They're not just going to wait around for John to come back. That's yeah. the reference. Gotcha. Ghost totally is, ghost is just, yeah, ghost is just creeping around Winterfell doing ghost-ass shit, just waiting. 
I'm yeah. gonna, I was like, okay. I hate you, writers. I hate you so much because Ghost should be with John going to fight fucking White Walkers right yeah. now. Dude, how much does it cost to just write a scene of him eating some hay at Winterfell? <laughs> like, like seriously. All I gotta, like, okay, when like Brienne's fighting Arya, all I gotta see is Ghost laying in the background. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Like how somebody scratching his belly or some shit. Or he like lifts his head up and looks up. I don't need a close-up. Like, just show in the background looking. Like, oh, this is a cool fight. Oh, yeah, we see Ghost back there. That's oh, all man. I need. Let me know that he's around. That's all I need. I'm going to go out on a limb and make a prediction. I think we're getting them next episode. I don't think they would have referenced it if it wasn't coming. So I'm going to oh, say next God. episode, we're if, getting Ghost. If Ghost Good. shows up to help John, I'm going to lose my shit. That's what I think's gonna happen. No, 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 no. He, no here's the deal. Do you here's think Ghost gonna is gonna be bigger, like size? Fuck yeah. God, that would be awesome if he does show up yeah. and he's like if, fucking humongous. If Nymeria is huge, Ghost yeah. is huge. Same size. He was the yeah. runt. He, yeah, fairness, you're right. You're right. He was, he was the runt. big. He was the runt. Here's my prediction. The Starks don't best Littlefinger. Ghost kills Littlefinger. He's just like, I'll just take care of this for you. Yeah. <laughs> fucking murders him. I would love to see that. That would be the fucking best. He's just like, you, you, we're, we're expecting this long, drawn-out thing. Ghost is just like, rah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> move on. And you're, and you're just like, uh, okay, let's move on. <laughs> I mean, everything's moving so fast. Let's just have a direct exactly. kill Peter Baelish. I think <laughs> I was just thinking that, actually. <laughs> I think when things go south, Ghost is going to show up, because he usually does. That's my prediction. Oh, that could mean he could die, though, because fucking summer went down. Whew. Not that way. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that was the worst. That I one was the worst. I can't. I can't relive that, man. Those Wildlife, There's so many. Don't so many. Del- actually, Delilah not- has put oh. Bran on a Peter watch list for getting Summer killed. I'm actually. I, I'm. <laughs> I'm hating on Bran these days. I'm really upset with him. I oh, actually I- can't stand Bran. Actually, these days, I hate him. He pisses me off. He killed his own fucking wolf. His doggy. His baby. I'm. I'm so pissed. Like once that happened, and it was funny, and in that scene too back then, and I was just like, "What did I see?" Me? <laughs> so it was, it was. We were watching it together, and then the the scene comes up, and these White Walkers enter, and then literally, I think Summer growls, and Delilah goes, "Oh my God, I love this wolf." And then literally, the next shot is her jumping at them, and, and then getting hacked to death. And I was so yeah. pissed, and ever since then, and of course course hodor dies right after that and i'm like i fucking hate him i fucking hate him he like what? he killed his wolf i was pissed i was pissed i agree i am i am not team brandon at this point <laughs> fuck brandon <laughs> Unless he's gotta, gotta, you we gotta he's man. gotta he's gotta do some cool ass shit in these next couple episodes to win me back yeah, yeah. so it's like, like they're setting him up for something really awesome but we'll see i guess he's definitely passive like he knows a lot He's sending ravens, but he's not like, hey, John, you're a Targaryen in, in the scroll. Yeah, no. Why, like, why, why, why would it P.S., you're a Targaryen. Totally saw your parents fuck. Gilly's going to tell him before fucking weird-ass Bran will. Yeah, man. To, to uh, move it along, I definitely Sorry. think... Sorry. Uh, no, no problem. I, I definitely think that... Um, shit, I kind of forgot what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where we are. I think if we were talking about brand last point. Um, I think that the show has not at all disappointed, especially like with the pa- past season and now this season. And I don't think that they're going to disappoint with like a big brand reveal of like his plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as like, we're going to move into the next scene. I believe it's the final scene. 
Yeah. Uh, that has Good like God. shot this show. And I'm sorry, guys, it's been a long podcast, but like it's going to get longer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. this scene has like made, turned this show into my number one top show. I think I've ever Just seen. because of the setup? Because like of the what's setup. To come. Yeah. The, the team the itself, setup. right? Yeah. This, this was, oh my God. This dude. was a hard pivot, man. They really like, oh. I feel like they rushed through this so fast in a way that they have to give us so much. Yeah. Now at this point, they're like, the, just the, trust us. We're going to get to this thing. With the pacing thing also, I, I think that uh, uh, the Hound just being there, I mean, I, I know he was with those dudes, but it's just mm-hmm. seemed a bit convenient that he just happens to be in that cell. Like, oh, okay. I don't know. But that's, I, I, and I actually bought it because they, the writers did a good job of giving, um, God, forget his name, uh, Flaming Sword. Barrett Dundarian. Yeah. They give him a great monologue where after they're all sort of like bitching with each other, he's like, look at us at the edge of the world. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? This isn't a coincidence. So you kind of have to buy that, yeah. I feel yeah. like. We're on the I same that, mission. Uh, we're, you know, we're all breathing line yeah. from uh, great too. Like, like in any other circumstance, they would not be together. But this, it's fucking do or die for everybody. It is. Like, well, let's get are- these past transgressions against each other. Can we fucking put it to the side and <laughs> beat these motherfuckers real quick? Yeah, no, that that was definitely from that scene. But we did skip a couple scenes. If you want to back up to the oh yeah, sorry about a couple that. good scenes. Tormon, come on. Yeah. So thanks to their time machine, as you've written here, uh, Mike, uh, the Avengers arrive at Eastwatch. <laughs> Tormund gets up to speed on the latest stupid fucking ideas, quote unquote. <laughs> and then the brotherhood is the brotherhood is always down for a suicide mission. A lot of great memes from that. And my main thing out of this is, what's his name? George R. R. Martin is a big comic book fan, mm. and he even has like this thing where he wrote in to Stan Lee. There's a George R. Martin. He didn't gain the the, the extra R until later in life. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, it's that's what he signed it as George R. Martin has this like uh questioner like thing. He writes to a fantastic four thing. Uh, it, you know, in the back of comic books back in the day, it was like yeah. right to the editors mm-hmm. and they still do that. And they still, yep. yeah, they still do that. Right. And yep. so mm-hmm. he, that's how big of a nerd he was. And this, like everybody's calling the Avengers too. And this like team up, I think is kind of, in my opinion, kind without of like, a doubt, it's an ode to comic books in a sense. Even when oh, yeah. Davos gets Gendry, that totally, I kind of referenced it earlier, but it totally reminded me of um, uh, Stark, not Stark, yeah, Stark, getting uh, Spider-Man, involved, oh, right, sort right, of going right, after right. the kid, like yeah. sort of fatherly figure. Yeah. Like it sort of like paralleled that for me. And it's without a doubt, like they're the Avengers, they're going north. There's this big setup. And like Joey said, it's like, I'm fucking down. With, yeah. the, with whatever's <laughs> happening, like next episode is is like I have no doubt it's going to be amazing. We seventy one minutes. Yeah, we haven't seen this like sort of team up between like main characters who are just like rugged badass swordsmen <laughs> and like going out into like this big mission or if it's like a big battle or whatever and it's like fucking die hard man it's yeah. like it's like any yeah. of these action movies we've seen our entire lives where all these guys or one guy's got to go out into like the impossible and grab a fucking white walker and get out of there and then prove to the queen that they exist you know and so you've got like 
you've got on on sort of the I guess the good guy side. You know, you've got John the bastard. You've got uh, uh, Gendry. He's a bastard too. Uh, you've got Davos, who doesn't end up going, but he's there. You've got Tormund, Grandpa. and you've got um, Jorah Mormont. Uh, and on the yeah. other side of the cell, you've got the Hound. You've got a dead man, which is uh, Beric Dondarrion, and you got a red priest. Yeah. And they're all just like these, like, just ragtag company, man, that's just got to go out there. And they all hate each other. They've all got reasons to hate each other, and they're going to combine their fucking hate. Dude. You know, yeah. it's like my enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. And they got to go out there and, like, fight these fucking White Walkers and prove to the rest of the kingdom that they exist. And they're just like, fuck it. We got to do it. If there was any episode that made me, or even just like, if there was any moment in this season that made me think and reflect and hope and pray and wish for 10 episodes, it was that last scene where they're walking oh, north and it's like, come on. Like, I would love for that to play out over, you know, a full 10 episode season, but mm -hmm. we know it's going to only be two, two episodes essentially. So I was kind of like, I was I was sort of like mixed emotions on that because it's going to be so dope, but I, I just wanted I wanted to last. And yeah. They're not even trying to kill one per se, right? They need to capture, capture. one. Just yeah, yeah they just got to capture one. Yeah, yeah. and that's actually, the hard part. Yeah, which brings us to a, a good segue for our our listener question. If you want to go into which that, which is your yeah. Mima, Laurie. Mima. <laughs> she asks, "Hi, Mom. What exactly is the plan here? Are they trying to capture a White Walker or a White? What's the difference?" And honestly, are either even possible? <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess either or. I mean, it depends on what they can get because you know they had the whites, which was the guy they came in in the first season, and they killed with uh, uh, the other Mormont, uh, the, the 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 leader of the Night's Watch, um, and they had a hand. And they did send it back to King's Landing, but apparently it had basically dissolved and like there was nothing there. Uh, in the books, they did the same thing. The, the hand made it, and they're just like, what the fuck is this thing? And they just put it aside. And something else happened sort of big in the story, and so they kind of forgot about it. Right. Um, <clears throat> to not, not to mince words, I feel like the plan is essentially – the plan is to capture alive, no doubt. Yeah. There's no killing this thing and dragging it south. Like, right. Yeah, They're it, trying to capture this thing alive. Yeah, and they never showed it, but you do see a couple of guys behind the seven dragging something, which I'm assuming is a cage to basically put this oh, white yeah, water yeah, in. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Uh, they never really showed it. Um, and so, yeah, that, and, and again, that's going to be the hard part. You're running into an army of fucking white walkers and you're, or whites or both. And yeah. You're going to steal one and the rest aren't going to notice. So then you got to drag this fucking cage back. That's that's a yeah. it's a fucking suicide mission. It's a long shot, and just the different. So the difference between a white walker and a white is the white is like the typical like uh, twenty eight hours later zombie, like the sort of rage zombie. Yeah, so he's a regular person with blue eyes, yeah. basically. And the white walker is the thing Sam killed, where it's more like a general or a commander, not necessarily the night king. Yeah, but it's it's one of the the higher ups, which I feel like is impossible. I don't yeah, think they, capturing one of those dudes alive. No, I don't think you want to, to be no, honest. No, no. But it does feel like a suicide mission. Do you guys feel like all seven are coming back at this point? 
Somebody's dying. Oh, no. Not, no, not people at all, are dying. Dude. People are, so all. many people are dying. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. many. I got, dude. You think even Tormund's going to die on this? No, I got a list. I got a list. These guys got to come back. Yeah. John, Tormund, uh, the Hound, mm. and Jorah. Everybody else uh, can die. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess Jorah might die. Gendry could, Gendry could die. I, I, I don't. Nope. I don't. Gendry. I, I oh, think fuck, he, I forgot about him. He's on my list, too. He's got to come back. He's coming yeah, back. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be upset if he did die because, like, he's been – he's had such a small role. Like, I don't know yeah. what, what really is after. Like, I don't think – I don't see him really getting the, the throne or anything. Or I mean, Baratheon yeah. name is done. Um, and, you know, he just kind of came into this super quick. And again, like I say, he was kind of one-note character. So if he just came in and just bashed some dudes up and then died, like, I'd like, yeah, hey, man, he did yeah. his thing. I mean, it could, it would be reminiscent totally of sort of like the classic war movies where like this young cadet hyper and ready, ready to serve comes in and then it's like, like it totally would serve that storyline where it's like, you know, he didn't even know what the fuck he was getting into. Is he even, he's still a virgin. I I feel like, right. He could be, he could be, he's got to get back to Arya Benini. I think I want to see the Arya, uh, 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 Reunion for sure. Go ahead, Betty. Oh, I just want to say, I don't know if Jorah is going to make it out. He had his goodbye to Tyrion. He had yeah. his good, his goodbye to it's Daenerys. True. And there's all this like, please come, like, bring me that coin back. Or and Daenerys says whatever she says. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, I think I, that's it. It's done. That's a great point, Maddie. Yeah. I, I if think anybody. We to, I just want to say, I think we need to see someone die that we've been with for a while because it's going to mm-hmm. be more shocking. Yeah. Yeah. And um, if anybody needs the sort of uh the star on his record, it's Jorah. Like Jorah yeah. totally like it makes sense, especially if you save John doing it, you know, something like that where it's like Oh yeah, it's gonna be his yeah, whole, like selfless. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jorah, Jorah, it's selfless like what else does he have? Jorah, you know? To be like, you know what, he he was actually a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what else does he have? He's not getting with Danny. His, yeah. his all all is well, except for Lady Bear, you know, she's around, but like I Maybe maybe he could come back to that, okay. but I feel like that. Like, hey, it's Uncle Jorah. Yeah, but he's been he's been he's been away for so long that yeah. he's, he's a foreigner now. You know, yeah. so like he, I think he's gonna. And his entire reason for living yeah. was literally Denarius. That's yeah, the only exactly. reason that he exactly. Lived. Yeah. Mike, I hate you brought up this question because now I'm thinking about it, and now I don't want to watch the episode. I don't want to see anyone <laughs> sitting this one out. Maddie, you know you do. Actually. Oh no, never. I, I watch like, all who, this. Who shit. should die? And then I'm like, God damn, nobody. We're gonna be losing people die. we really like. I think Joe. I, I think Maddie. I I gotta agree with you. I've been wrong before, but I'm gonna also make a prediction. I think we're losing Jorah. Yeah. He's on my list. I mean, He's I could gone. be totally wrong, and you guys could be right about Gendry. But I would like to see Gendry like beat Arya again, or become like John's like right hand, or sure. You know, someone because I mean, back. he's swinging that hammer at those fuckers, and then he's coming back. I he's see he's a young dude. I saw him in the previews. Like, I was like, "Damn, he's good." <laughs> <laughs> so he's your he's your number two after John. We could just pretty much uh, yeah, like, I think conclude. so. <laughs> I've come to conclude him this. and that hammer. <laughs> dude, that man, dude, that hammer was a great surprise, man. Oh, it's oh, so good. I wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to say that I've missed the hound so much because of the one scene where Barry Dondarrion has given his big speech about the Lord of the Light, and he says, for fuck's sake, will you shut your hole? Oh, I love yeah, that like, part. He's yeah. like, are we going or yeah. not? I love that yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming yeah, yeah, with yeah. you it's or like, not. Oh, it's so good. We're here to, to, get, to ask for our help. Like, either ask for it or don't. 
Let's fucking oh. go. <laughs> I loved it, man. Because like when he stands in front of him, I was like, we're getting a fucking hound moment. It's going to be so good. <laughs> and then it came and I was like, oh, I missed you. So the hound's like one of my favorite characters, man. Like when you watch in the series, I love the fucking hound. Like, me too. Uh, me too. If he died, I would be like, this would be the moment I'd be like, I might have to stop watching Game of Thrones. I mean, I'm going to watch, I'm going to finish the season, but maybe not finish the entire thing. The, the chicken scene in the fucking tavern. Oh, that chicken scene was so, so good. good. <laughs> there was a lot of cosplay that year of, of that guy with the KFC bucket. Yeah, die over some chickens. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that was the best section. God, it was so good. He's got to live. He's got to live to the end. Dude, he's and got to fight the mountain, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. got some unions coming down the pipe. You got yeah. John, you got the Hound, and you got Gendry. Dude, That's I gotta, true. I gotta see those guys Gendry going to be the most emotional, I think. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's so going to... Gendry can't die. The Hound going to make die. love under the, the heart tree and where it fell. <laughs> I can see it. I can just see it How old is Arya, though? She still looks so young. Dude, Arya's a grown woman. I've I've seen her Instagram, and she's out there partying. Okay, and gotcha. has a young face, but yeah, she is yeah, she's yeah. older. Okay. All right. Um, so last thoughts, uh, final final thoughts on this episode, everybody. So if you guys don't mind, like I, I wanted to see, like, I think this is a good point because it's such a pivot episode to just uh sort of express how you guys feel about the season as a whole right now, as as well as the episode, and sort of like what do you like about it, what do you not like about it, and uh where do you think it's going? Let's start uh, with Delilah, actually. Okay, yeah, we'll do it on Season as a whole, it was pretty fast. To me, literally every episode has felt like it's been five minutes long. And then I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Why is yeah. it? I, like, it really has felt that short. Yeah. But I, but at the same time, it's felt that short because I'm really engaged and I love it so much. Right. So a lot has gone on. So I don't know. I guess I really love the season as a whole still. Um, and... The episode you said? Yeah. The episode. I love this episode because I had so much anxiety on the last episode that this one just made me laugh a million times. Mm-hmm. And I love Drogon and his eyeball. It was cool. <laughs> Did <laughs> oh, you wow. see that and eyeball? It was fucking oh, yeah, awesome. So <laughs> and where do you see it going? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's too much for me right now. Come on. That's too much pressure. What about very, the very next episode? How about that? Not, not season long. The next episode, I think, What's is the major beats or a major thing that's going to happen. In the very next one, I think somebody's going to die, but I'm also in denial about it because when I actually picture it, I'm uh, it makes me sad because I don't want anybody to die. But I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be action packed. It's probably going to be, I think it might be, maybe I don't know if I should say this, but it might be better than the whole dragon battle with drogon showing oh, up yeah. it Damn, might be like old really statements i know right i maybe i shouldn't say that <laughs> no it's already said it's recorded it's, it's good yeah, it's good uh for me i the only my only made all right thoughts thoughts so far um so the, far? The, the 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 pacing yeah. is not bothering me to- too too much i know i brought up a couple things but ultimately they're kind of nitpicky things i think the thing that stands out the most as far as uh the pacing stuff is is the travel times some people travel yeah. real slow and some people travel like light speed it seems yes like. but other, other than that i mean even that's like ultimately kind of nitpicky because the acting's good the character arcs everything that's happening between each other ultimately pretty good um 
I mean, I agree with what you said. Grey Worm seems kind of useless at this point. Um, maybe he'll do something really cool. I guess we'll see. Uh, and what else? I don't know. I, I, I'm liking it overall. I really am. I mean, that dragon battle was, I guess, the highlight of the season for me so far. My predictions, my major, major prediction is I think definitely Baelish is not lasting past this season. He is fucking dead at least by the end of this season. Very last episode, he's gone. Uh, other than that, I don't really know. <laughs> it's kind of up in the air. Yeah. Maddie? Um, so the season so far, I mean, fuck, man. It's Game of Thrones. Of course I'm going to fucking love it, despite like pacing issues or anything. It just doesn't bother me. I'm just so excited to watch a new episode every Sunday. I For think, sure. like you yeah. said something yeah. about it being church, or we are talking yeah. about it being church. Yeah. And it is. It is. And it is. I can't wait to watch it. I mean, uh, the other day we had a later Superhouse podcast, and um, <clears throat> I was like, I was like, because my sister has my account. I was watching just like her progress. I was like, oh my God, my sister knows more than I do right now. Oh my God. <laughs> so I mean, like, you know, it's great. I have no complaints. Like just nitpicky shit. I'm with Andrew on the whole, like, you know, they're like, we can fast travel now. Wait, when did you get that ability? Um, yeah. You know, um, but it's going to take us longer because we haven't reached that point. Um, yeah. This, I mean, this episode's great. I thought it moved really quickly, but by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, holy fuck. And well, Delilah was like, I I feel the same way about every end of every episode, especially this one. I was like, can you just give me the other one right now? Or just half of it. Just give me 20 <laughs> minutes. That's all I want. Just a little more. You know, um, so I mean, I get, these guys know what they're doing. Uh, my predictions are they're going to go fight. A, they're going to go. They're going to go catch themselves a White Walker, one that's straggling. And they're going to be like, all right, we're going to get it out. And then they're going to do something dumb because that always that shit always happens. Someone says something. And then they're going to have to fight a whole bunch of them, or at least a small portion of them that have come yeah. to their ways, which is going to put them in a predicament that Beric Dondarrion is going to have to lie up that motherfucking flaming sword and go at him. And he's Dude. probably going to die. He's most likely going to die again because that guy cannot fight <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, I think Jorah's going to go down. Yeah, um, I think that's also very possible. I, the next episode. I think yeah, I agree. I, I, we were talking about Barry uh, Dondarian using his, he can resurrect people. Maybe Jorah will come back or something. That would be kind of cool. I think. Um, I don't know. That I just like was thinking about a little more. Like I would hate to see that power go wasted if it exists in the book. You know, um, love. Uh, I would love for Ghost to show up. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a drag out. Like. Uh, I think it's just going to be a it's going to be a rough episode, guys. I think we're going to go through a lot of emotions. Yeah, I think a lot of us are going to be grabbing pillows, biting into them because we're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, faces. Um, yeah, I just, oh god, I want it right now. I want it right now. As soon as that episode ended, and I watched the preview, and I've been trying not to watch previews, but after that fucking ending, those the motherfucking Avengers rolling out, it's like yeah, I got to yeah. see what happens next, and everything. Uh, I don't know. It's good, and it's only Monday. Uh, God damn you, Mike. God damn you. It's Monday night. <sighs> it's Monday night. Good thing I'm rewatching hey. Game of Thrones, Ben. Endless possibilities. Yeah, I think that's, I think, uh, did I answer all those questions? Yeah, you did, man. Okay, Joey, cool. you got Dude, man, this was like, this was fucking awesome. See, this, this episode had like, it did so much. 
I don't think we've seen a, a Game of Thrones episode do so much in so little amount of time. I think this episode ended up being about 59 minutes. Um, mm. I think it was longer than any season finale we've seen. And they've introduced so many items into the on the board and took away just as many. Um, <clears throat> there were people traveling here yeah. and there and over here and the fir- all the way to the wall. Like it was ridiculous how fast yeah time moved in this episode the board spin comment is great because it's like they totally spun the board on us it was like everything got redirected almost every character now has a different objective of what they're doing in this universe Mm -hmm. that's true yeah yeah Yeah. and i mean now everybody now we have like the fucking east watch seven rolling in yeah i love that east watch seven oh my Oh, dude, it. Oh man, I, 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 as far as now, I'm gonna go for next episode. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that Jora and Beric Dondarrion are gonna kick it. Um, seeing that flaming sword in the previews, just like fucking, I was flipping out, dude. I was like, so I was badass. hooting and hollering and fucking rolling around the, you know, I was sitting on the bed watching it, and I was just like. So excited. So excited, man. I can't wait. Uh, I, yeah, you know they're going to fuck it up. You see them running from the – from. A it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well at we all. We knew that. Yeah. For this sure. shit ain't going well. You ain't going to go nope. up there and just, like, capture this dude with a trank dart. Nope. Exactly. Exactly. They don't even got trank off. darts. Nope. Um, and, and, and one thing I, I wanted to mention, and we don't know, is if they actually like you know we sort of saw uh gendry come into the cave with the with the dragon glass and so uh, you know at first we thought that he was going to be you know the quintessential blacksmith for the dragon glass weapons yeah it cut we never saw anything about that and they're sort of on their way to east watch by the sea now, could they? And it was talked about, and I, don't, and I feel like they would have they would have uh, shown this um, if they have dragon glass weapons or not. That's interesting. You so, know? like, did he put some sort of burn some midnight oil in the shop for a little bit? Yeah, like, we yeah. don't know if it's like you know. I mean, obviously, his hammer would have to be dragon glass. He have to get Tormon fucking you know knives or whatever. Uh, Tormon doesn't really use a sword. He'd have to have like dragon knives and. You know, everybody would have mm-hmm. to have a certain certain weapon, so I, they didn't really show that. So I don't think so. There's so no know, again. I don't know if it, if any of it got mined at all. If it's ever going to make it, so I, don't I feel know like there's no way that they that. went north. I feel like there's no way they went north without it. But like, I yeah. I don't know if I would actually love to see Gendry working on on that dragon glass. That would have been great. That would have been great. Yeah, scene. like that's what I was expecting to happen. And they went quickly to the wall, and I was like, okay, well, what about the dragon glass? It's like, is that forgotten about, or is it a secret at this point that like John's gonna just throw down a bag of swords and it's like, yo, this is dragon glass, use this, you know? Um, it so could like, be like I'm, little knives and stuff, like could be when, man when they found that shit in the snow and whatever one. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, stitch effort, guys. Here's some daggers. I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited. I like how the uh, episodes are like, even with six, like they they're very quick. 
and they're getting to the point and there's no more sort of lo- sort of hanging around. Say that again. Uh, you said even with six season six. Like, oh, season, I see what you mean. Yeah. Season six, like every episode was just like better than the next. Season six was my uh, favorite season. Yeah. And so like, I kind of feel that we're going to get to these points pretty quickly. Um, I don't feel that the Peter Bailey thing is going to last very long. Uh, we basically have two episodes left. It's a seven season, seven episode season. Mm-hmm. I thought it was eight, but it's actually seven. Seven. Um, and so, like, we don't have a lot of time to 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 sort of dick around. We got to have the mountain fight the fucking hound. How's that going <laughs> to happen? We got to make that happen. Um, dude, they're gonna have to run really you know. fast south. Dude, super super <laughs> quick, man, with that body. Got to make it quick. Um, I'm just really excited, man. I fucking I love where this is going. Like we we spent a lot of time just, you know, t- you know, oh, fuck. When's Danny? When's Danny coming over? Oh, she's still in the fucking desert. Jesus Christ! It's been four <laughs> seasons. It's been five books. No, she's right. still there. What's happening? You know, and now it's finally coming to a head. And it's moving quick, and I'm excited. Cool. All right. So I agree with everything everybody said. I think there's a lot of enthusiasm, and and I think that like I've. I've definitely been a homer of this show. Like, I love this show. I think it's the greatest show I've ever watched. And any disappointment I have is because is because we're only getting seven episodes. I'm disappointed that I feel like we're missing things. I feel like we're, as much as they set it up, I feel like we're missing, like Bush said, I feel like we're missing Grey Worm. I feel like we're missing a lot of the in-between stuff that they used to give us. Um, I mean, I would love to see these guys go north with five episodes to run. You know, they could do so much with that. So I feel like, in a way, we might be end, end up being robbed, but the last two episodes are the longest historically out of any other episode. So maybe they give it to us. Maybe they give us what we want. Um, I think this episode, to me, was like, it moved so fast that uh, there was some organic stuff they left out. But it's all nitpick because it's great and we're we're coming down the stretch two episodes ago i think it's gonna be great i think this battle is gonna be fucking amazing and uh i think we're getting ghost yeah you had mentioned the um sort of gray worm and you know the the um i guess iron men uh we really haven't seen them this episode and they get quickly forgotten about and you know the 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 the, uh, Ghost and his company still have to move across the land, and so where do they go from here? And then you got the Euron Greyjoy. Um, Haven't seen him in like two episodes. You know, exactly. Like, what's yeah, sort of what's what's his next plan slash goal? Like, yeah, you know? and that's my point. I think we're feeling it. I think we're feeling the three episode cut in oh, that yeah. we're missing these things, and uh like even it's the small scenes it's just the small subtle sort of like where you see gray worms girl sort of like pondering on the fact that he's across the land you know and he's sort of trapped over there like that's like a good dynamic and they've sort of brushed over it but i mean the shit happened up north is dope i'm down and any disappointment again that i have is just the fact that it's it's i'm not getting enough i want more i mean i i i don't remember really anything else in the previews other than them in the snow yeah uh fucking around so like this, I feel like this is definitely sort of the quintessential like episode nine yeah you're right episode it is uh and as you said it's like what an hour seven 
Yeah, 71 minutes, and then the last one's going to be 81. So, so basically two feature films we're getting. So that's, that is going to be 12 minutes longer than this long-ass episode we just had. It's not long enough. It's, it's, not, it's not long I enough. Agree. I, but I, here's the thing. When I watched it the first time, I was like, dude, this episode's long as shit, and there's so much in it. And then I watched it again the second time, and it went by so quick. Yeah. yeah. I need a 120-minute so, episode. They, they packed a it's lot in. Happen. It's going to happen. They packed a lot in this episode. It did move fast. Um but like with this next one, like you said, like I mean, they could totally sway me. They could, they could give me everything I've been desiring from this show, and it's not like they haven't been giving it to me already. But like maybe they can sort of give it all to me right here in these last two episodes that I need mm-hmm. for one season. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the last twenty minutes of this show is John and the rest of the survivors just running south as far as they can go. Like just a total battle, hopping in the boat. Like they're hopping in the boat, just. I think this next episode is going to be intense. We're going to have hella oh, anxiety. Yeah, I'm going to have so much anxiety. Somebody's not making it. Somebody yeah, that we really like. Want. Yeah, I and, think. And, and as we saw, like we watched by the sea, the wall ends on a cliff. It doesn't just yeah. end in the water. So I don't know if it's going to be. Not that that makes any difference if they're coming with the snowstorm and fucking turns the water into ice. They can just walk around it. You yeah. know. So I don't know, like, sort of how that's what's the end game there but i mean i feel know. like he could the night king could just put his hand in the water and just freeze the whole fucking exactly, ocean yeah like you've seen like every time right. in the season they're walking in a big ass fucking blizzard the, yeah the, the seven walk out in a fucking blizzard yeah and so like the easily the the water could easily turn to ice and yes like as you said as we saw maybe a couple of seasons ago touch a baby and turn yeah. a baby into a fucking white walk so yeah, he could touch water. He can transform oh. things, and like uh, I think John said, he doesn't wait out the storm; he brings it. So it, yeah, yeah, he's bringing the storm. That's for sure. Boys, it's gonna be too much. <laughs> too much. I can't. I'm just thinking about it. Oh, I kind of. I was wondering. I was wondering. I kind of want to do like. A, I would love to do like a live stream. Us watching, chatting about it as we watch. Yeah. Dude, like. Uh, was that Mystery Science Three Thousand? Yeah. Like, I think that would be great if we did like a commentary as we're I, watching it. I, I'm a person who like when this show comes on, it is absolute silence. Yeah, I'm like I mean, for, we could for, watch for it for a me. second time. Yeah, <laughs> second we're watching no, agreed, time. agreed. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. totally. Like, I agree. I, just, I like I'll throw a camera on or whatever, just like just put it on mute for you guys. And, and just see my reaction to everything. Um, I'd be yelling. I, I yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, like, we get infested. I don't. Like, <laughs> if, if we talk about it, it's got to get paused. I think and that that's like, a. I think that's a like if that were to be possible. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like we should do something a little special for the finale, but that would be one thing. And sure. I definitely agree that we should watch it once and just experience it, and then watch it again, and that would be sort of the interactive one yeah if we could do like a reaction type like it would be you know sort of first time reactions just have like a camera you know we, we get on whatever and just do a camera recording of just the episode have that and then we kind of come back and sort of talk about it how we felt as we're watching it again or just yeah, on the podcast yeah i mean i'm down for whatever i just i feel like this next episode is going to be like 
it's oh, dude, I just it's gonna be epic. Yeah, I, I would love to do the podcast, this podcast, right after, <laughs> like after I watch it. Dude, book the flight, book flight out here, man. We'll do it. You guys can stay with me. I, I do. I do have the weekend off. That's why I was oh, like, maybe we could do it because we don't have a guest on Superhouse. Yes, yeah, so we won't oh, yeah, go long. Fuck. We can make it a pretty quick Superhouse episode. And then we could do like we watch it as soon as it drops, as soon as everyone's watched it, get on real quick, do our like podcast right then. Yeah, fresh, not even watching it twice, just going through feelings, what we saw. I th- you know, I feel um, like. Um, and, you know, it's ambitious, but, like, one thing that I think might be cool is even doing a Facebook live stream, like, of, of the podcast right after it drops. Yeah, I mean, I'm down for however we can work that out. I mean, we have till Sunday to figure this out, if anyone's game to do it. I just, I feel like the last two episodes would be fun to do if we can figure it out. Um, and, I don't know. I was I, I, I saw a nerdist do like their live watching of it and I was like that's cool and I'm with you Joey too like I love to just take in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and like be in my head so I didn't like if anyone else was up for it I'd be like all right I'll watch it and talk with you guys but if no I, like I'm down for doing it right after it ends well we yeah, have no, I'm gonna want to talk about I'll do like a first reaction video or some shit we yeah, do get an I'll East Coast West Coast stream like, like where not to cut you off I'm sorry Joey but no, uh, no, no. like we're because me and Delilah, we watch it at 6 out here, which is 9 your time. So we're watching it literally as, like, Maddie, you're watching it. Yeah. And then people out here, I've noticed, like, they don't watch it. Some some of them don't watch it till like, 9, till it streams out. It actually airs out here. Yeah. Oh, okay. And just so you guys know, I'm in Alabama for the next couple of weeks, so I'll be on Central time. So nice. now it, it is 1.30 here, so I'm, like, an hour uh, after Maddie. Yeah. We should definitely do something, at least for the last episode. I feel like. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. It is very possible. We can cut all this out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do the outro now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So thanks for listening to season seven, episode, what was this, four? Uh, Five. 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 Episode five, East Watch. This has been goddamn. Thanks for listening. Bye. Later. (laughs) (laughs) This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we are, that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. Yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar, you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And that's we'll talk dumb. about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> That's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and don- we can make money. What? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> you get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'm a- <laughs> For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs>
Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>